You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. You're listening to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix on the 14th of April 2023. I'm Deeks and hopefully here's Rappo. Afternoon Deeks. 196 today, mate. <laughs> 196, right. Okay. Yeah. It's getting, it's getting close, mate, isn't it? Right. Still don't know what we're going to do for our 200th episode yet, so um, no. got uh, a couple of weeks mm-hmm. to think about that, and then we must get cracking. Any suggestions, anyone? There's there's an invite. Yeah. There's an invite yeah. to everyone listening. Yeah, any thoughts on what we could do to celebrate our 200th episode, um, whether it's trying to get a particular guest on or... Um, Rerunning something that's that we played in the past, yeah. or um, whatever. So uh, we await to find out what is wanted. Yeah, we're all ears, Deeks, as as Nicky Lauda would say, mate. After his op. Sorry, I don't know why I picked on Nicky Lauda, mate. To be honest, but no, no, <laughs> never done nothing to me, mate. I was just thinking of someone who had new ears, really, mate. I can't think of many people that have had new ears, I must admit. No, true, mate. Yeah. Okay. Right, lots of football um, obviously taking place since we last spoke. Um, have you been anywhere interesting, Rappu, that you want to tell us about? Yeah. Football-wise? Yeah, I've been around, Diggs, as they say, mate. Well, um, we, we know that, but what about you know when it comes yeah. to football? Oh, yeah, sorry, mate, we're talking about football. Um, <laughs> uh, where have I been, Diggs? I think I've been somewhere every day, Diggs, didn't I? Where did I go? Friday, not not every day, surely. The last couple of days has been lashing down in rain. You haven't been out watching the yeah. rain drop. <laughs> oh, mate, I did oh, oh, I did three games on Friday, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I did me ground up, didn't I? Me personal ground up. I did uh, St. Austell v. St. Blazy. And then I went to uh, Sticker v. Oh, well, I should say St. Dennis v. Sticker. And then I went up to see Bude's floodlights, mate. Then I saw you there. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> eventually got there, mate, after waiting for fish and chips for an hour. Um, and then Saturday, Diggs. Saturday, I went somewhere, Diggs, as well. You've forgotten, haven't you? Yeah. You've forgotten where yeah, you Yeah, I have. Yeah. I had the brother-in-law down, mate, from... Um, from Scotland and the sister-in-law, mate. So we went somewhere Dutchy, every day. Dutchy league, Dutchy league. That's it, mate. Thanks, Deeks. Um, I, I had the Good pleasure. Good job. I know where you went, isn't it? Yeah, thanks, Deeks. I know, mate. I'm, I'm shocking, mate. This, this. I'm, I'm getting worse, Deeks. I think, but, um, yeah, I had the pleasure of Mr. Malcolm Code company, Deeks. I thought I'd go and watch a bit of Dutchy Premier, and I thought where better to watch than uh, Southgate Seniors, Deeks, who's sort of top of the league. Looking good, well they are now, mate. Looking good to win the Dutchy Premier League, mate. They had a they had a narrow two-one win, mate. At Bobmin uh, Seconds Deeks at Priory Park, there, mate. It's a good game, mm. good game, really. Yeah, they, yeah. Bobmin certainly made them work, mate. For those three points, uh, they had a good day actually. Safegate, mate. I'll, I'll tell you more about that later, Deeks. I'll tell okay. you more about that later. But, right. but uh, yeah, and and Sunday, mate. I'm, well, I saw you saw you there again, mate. Briefly at the end there, mate. We we sort of agreed on the man of the match at the end there, Deeks, didn't we? Um, at the Tour Point Thirds v Foxhall. East Cornwall Premier League Cup final, mate, of Lazy Diggs. Yeah. I just missed the kickoff, mate, but I, th- I don't think I missed too much. I missed about the first five minutes. But, and um, 
And then on Monday, Dick, I, I went up, mate, Ryan kindly, Ryan, Troy's physio, mate, Ryan Jones, Jack's best mate, mate, kindly got us a few complimentaries, mate, for Toro City v Plymouth Port, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've watched six games over the week, over the Eastern, Dick, that got it for that one, mate. Obviously, the result, mate, being in a, a proud Toronian, mate, but I guess we're, we're going to talk about that in a minute as well, mate, aren't we? Yes, well, we've got... Um... Lots of those uh, games to to talk about, and um, yeah. we'll start with the top game that's been in Cornwall in the last seven days, shall we? Yeah, yeah. What? I think I, I should have gone to that one, mate, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously, you're referring to the Cornwall Senior Cup final, which was yeah. held at St Blasey. It um, well, it went all the way, Rappo. You know, extra yeah. time and penalties, and only one penalty. Well, saved. Such a shame that isn't it. Football is terrible, isn't it? When it, it really, yeah. you know, one moment you're up on a high, you've obviously, you know, thought I've had a good game today, and then you yeah. you're the only one to have a penalty saved. And he was uh, my man of the match. I've got to, you know, I've got to say, it. Jack Jack Wood. I, he was so. Millbrook's number four. He he sort of he's, he looked quite cool and calm throughout the game, and I, I actually think he probably was too cool and calm for the penalty because he it's sort of a side foot towards one corner. Um, obviously, you'd say a good save by Helston's keeper Mike Searle, who possibly was to blame for Millbrook's two goals. But that's yeah. football. It one moment you're you're up, yeah, yeah. the next moment you're down, yeah. and um, well. What can you say? You've been there. I know. Yeah, well, should we say it's a funny old game, Diggs? Get that one out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it is a funny old game. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. yeah. Um, it does, Diggs, doesn't it? Gives you the highest of highs, mate, doesn't it? And then and then it kicks you in the ghoulies, Diggs, doesn't it? Yeah. Football. And I think we all expected Ricky Shepherd to score against his old club yeah. and possibly Tom Payne and they both did. Yeah. So again, yeah. you know, that that's yeah. that's well, that's why we love the game, isn't it? So that to happen takes, doesn't it? Yeah, it did. Right. Okay, yeah. well let's uh, let's kick off with our interviews this week. Uh, it's a bit of a uh, going around the clubs that you know enjoyed Easter and we start with um Helston skipper. It's Josh Story. So pleased to be able to speak now to the skipper of the Cornwall Senior Cup winners on Easter Monday, Helston Athletics' Josh Story. Well, first of all, Josh, congratulations. Hey, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Yeah, winning the county's most important cup. its It's been a long time coming for Helston, and it went all the way on Monday, didn't it? 120 minutes of football and then penalties. So have you recovered yet? Uh, to be fair, I'm feeling not too bad. I think a few of the boys are uh, struggling a little bit. I don't know if that's the um, football or the um, after uh, drinks they had, but um, nah, everyone's enjoying it and I'm um, looking back on the fond memories now. And, and dare I say, it could be age, of course, because you're one of the younger ones, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I'm what, the second youngest or third youngest after like Harrison and all. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so to be fair, I think they're all recovering. I think a few of the older boys might be struggling a little bit. But <laughs> right. Be all right. Yeah. I, I would imagine, talking about your age, you must be one of the youngest ever winning captains, I would have thought, in the, in the Senior Cup history. Um, h- how old are you? I'm um, 21 now. 
21 um, now you sound well that that makes you sound very old when you say now but um but um but yeah what what does that mean to you being so young and and skimmering some of the well very experienced players yeah it's a little bit weird to be fair i had um, the same question asked on um monday after the game um i th- to be fair i don't really think about the age that much i think um Kuzi and mass and all of that and dan harrison um give me the responsibility of captaincy and all the boys um, respect that and understand that and yeah so here's a weird feeling though um, leading some of the boys out that have got years experience on me and have played much higher level than me it's uh, it's a bit of a weird feeling but they um, they are good with it and they all do respect it so yeah great stuff it's nice feeling right so take us through the day then Josh um, when you woke up on Monday how did you feel I felt right to be fair <laughs> <laughs> I was just this is what I like one of those I think now with um just like another game really i know obviously it's a big big occasion but um i've sort of just learned to just say it's another game and just go out and do what we've done all year really and what I've, it's, just, yeah, it's just a game of football <laughs> you make it sound so simple yeah <laughs> <laughs> so d- did you meet at helston or did you drive to st blazy or what uh so we obviously with the boys being spread out a little bit um we all met at st blazy um, yeah, I think it's an hour and a half before the game as usual and just a normal um, game day routine. I think I don't think the boys wanted anything massive before the game. You don't want to obviously jinx it and do anything massive before the game and then go and lose and it be a bit of a crap day. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I must admit, I, I had visions of you guys turning up in white suits and things like that, but thankfully it, <laughs> it wasn't was the case. It was about, but I think, I think we voted against it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So... The game itself, I mean, you, you took an early lead, didn't you? You must have thought, ideal start. Yeah, we. to be fair, Kuzi said early on in the in, um, the talk before that try and get a, a good early start, get Nick a few goals early on, and then it should be good. And by the way the game went, we were on track for that, but um, we didn't follow it up after that first goal, which is unfortunate. But um, yeah, we, we started off really well, I thought. The fact that you couldn't build on that lead, though, that, you know, half time, did that cause any concern? And um, not really. No, I think we've been in that position um, a fair few times this year, and I think we know that we've found different ways to win games, and we've got that grip between our teeth that we know that even if things aren't going our way, we can all, um, yeah, we can all fight through it and push for it to get the um, win. And of course, then in the second half, the dreaded moment when they equalised. Yeah, well, I've been fighting for to get another goal, got it, and then about 30 seconds later, they put one in our net. So, yeah, it's gutting feeling, really. So, yeah, it was one of the best, but um, it is what it is, and it's football for you, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a quick recovery by Millbrook in extra time, but the goal that came in the second half of normal time, what did Kuzi say when he got you guys together, you know, before the extra time period? To be fair, Kuzi, given um, all the respect he deserves, really, I think it's one of those where you don't get... It's it's already happened, it's already gone, goals conceded, there's no point dwelling on it. It was just what's going to happen next, um, how we're going to deal with it and how we're going to go and win the game, really. And then, as you said, uh, the, the two goals in extra time, Tom Payne scored a, a little bit ironic, really, wasn't it, that Ricky and Tom scored for, for you guys, ex-Milbrook players. It's funny how yeah. that goes, but... But when that goal went in, Tom, I mean, he was on the ground suffering a possible injury. All you guys just landed on top of him. 
yeah to be fair i don't think some of the boys realize what happened but um, <laughs> i think i think he was putting it on personally <laughs> <laughs> well he wanted another penalty perhaps if, yeah, he, if he didn't score he wanted a penalty yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah extra time came uh, and it went to penalties now where were you on the list what number would you have been taking um, I would have been number 11th, I think. <laughs> get my head down and stayed very quiet. <laughs> oh, were you one of those that, that didn't look at koozies, so you, you didn't want, you know, didn't want to look as if you wanted to take one by by the sounds of it? Yeah, no, I'll leave that to the more experienced boys, I think. <laughs> and, well, Mike Searle, brilliant save, wasn't it? And it's not often that a side scores all their penalties in a shootout, but you guys did, didn't you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things that um, obviously we, uh, we've uh, been practicing, and it's one of those things that you don't, you don't really think about that often. But um, to be fair, fair play to Kuzi and Dan Iceland, it's one thing that we've been practicing um, quite regularly leading up to these sort of games. Um, so, yeah, it's looked like it worked out for us. Yeah, it certainly did. Lifting the trophy, uh, what did that mean to you? Yeah, it's an unbelievable feeling, to be fair. Um, it's something that. Um, yeah, I can't really put into uh, words, really. It's just, obviously, like you said, being 21 years old, um, walking over to the boys that you've got, uh, the likes of Matty Bai, uh, Jordan Kopp, all that lot that have played professional football and a lot higher level, and you're the one walking over with the trophy. It's, uh, it's a great feeling seeing them all smiling and celebrating with you. So, yeah, it was a tremendous feeling. And dare I ask about the celebrations? Were there any embarrassments in the evening or not? No, to be fair, I think everyone kept it quite tame. I think some of the boys had to, <laughs> um, work the next day and obviously being in some places, I think we had a bit of travel. So I think we'll be um, keeping that till the end of season presentation <laughs> night for any trouble. Yeah, that, that's often that actually said about the fact that it's on Easter Monday. Most people got to work on the Tuesday, haven't they? So it, it's always a, a bit of a, a, a mild celebration, I think. Yeah, we um, went over to um, Phil Lafty's um, pub, the Brit, is it the Britannia? Yeah. I think it's called. And um, yeah, um, he, uh, Phil um, Lafty opened up the back room for us, and we boys had a few beers, but uh, yeah, it was nothing, nothing t- too mental. So it was just a nice, nice time just to spend a bit of time with the boys and have a few drinks, and then head home. And of course, Blazy were one of the sides you beat on the way. Which of the games, apart from the final, actually sort of brings back memories to you? Um, probably the Saltash game in the semis, uh, really. I think um, the way we played that game, um, I think we earned that place to be in that final. And I think that's where we sort of, that was sort of our final, knowing that they're obviously a very good team and they've had a tremendous year to go and beat them 4 0. Um, was a real good memory to have along that road and then obviously lifting the trophy with that after doing that as well made it feel a little bit better and uh, uh, the memories from yeah uh, and one of those um, well the, the the one thing that stood out for me on that night against Sodash was your back line was so solid that night wasn't it yeah it's one of those things I think um, us as a, as a defensive unit we've got really close this year and we've it's the, like the emphasis on clean sheets and defending as a team and putting your body on the line for each other. It's one of those that um, Kuzi's really made an emphasis on and I think it's paying off. I think all the boys um, dig deep for each other and it's it's one of those where you know you can walk off the pitch when you've kept a clean sheet and one, and put a good performance in for the boys to go and score a few goals. It's, yeah, it's one of those, it's a nice feeling to have 
as a defender, obviously, because that's, that's what you're at the club to do, really. <laughs> yeah, and, and you, uh, and also Harrison Jewell. I mean, you you two have been playing football together quite a while, haven't you? Yeah, since um, since the college days now. Yeah, so probably a good three three four years now. So it's about time you had a bit of a uh, understanding between you, isn't it? <laughs> it is to be fair. Yeah, we do we do have a good understanding. He's uh, he's a fantastic bloke and um, even better footballer. He's, this year, I think he's come on leaps and bounds and showed um, everybody what he's capable of, and it's really good to see. And yeah, super proud of him for what he's uh, achieved this year. So a great day Easter Monday. It's going to last with you forever, isn't it, in your memories? But I'm afraid to say, let's bring you down, back down to earth. Cadbury Heath on Saturday. Yeah, there's another one. That's like, um, like we said, um, we still got the league games to come. We still got obviously the Les Phillips Cup as well, which doesn't. Even though it feels weird, I think some of the boys were saying it feels like that was the end of the season. <laughs> then the next day, you get a message in the group chat saying um, preparation for Saturday. So I think um, all the boys are back on it now and I think the celebrations are wearing off a little bit and we can um, focus on the celebrations after we've completed the year. And I think we've just got to go and put a good performance in each game until the end of the season and go make a really good account for ourselves this year. Yeah, and and as Koozie said, um, you know, you're a bit of a... Well, it'll be nice to be a cup side this season, won't it? You've already achieved that halfway by winning the Senior Cup. Les Phillips Cup on Tuesday, Buckland. How have you got on against them this season so far? Um, not the best. I think Buckland are one of those teams that are really, really strong. They've got some really good personnel there. They've got a really good setup. Um, so we've, we've, um, I think we've struggled against them a few times. I think we've been unlucky. I think Matty Byers has been unfortunate against them as well. I think he's had red cards <laughs> once or twice against them, which hasn't helped us out. But... He'll love you for mentioning that. I know, I thought I'd better get um, But um, yeah, I think it's one of those where at times I think we played them um, earlier on in the year at home and uh, they had a player sent off and we um, played really well, I think, dominated the game. Um, so it's one of those games where it's unexpected what could happen. So it's one of those to look forward to, I think. Right. Well, one of those to look forward to. Uh, thanks for Easter Monday. It was a great, uh, it was a good game. Uh, not the prettiest of matches, I guess. Would you agree with that? Yeah, to be fair, it wasn't the nicest of matches to play in either, to be fair. I think the conditions and stuff like that, and I think the occasion probably got to a few of um, the players more than the games. But um, yeah, it wasn't the prettiest, but we got the result we wanted. Yeah, you got the result you wanted. Uh, More of the same on Tuesday against Buckland, I would uh, suggest, Josh, and uh, enjoy the rest of the season. And it sounds as if that end of season do is going to be some do. Uh, Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, Halston Skipper there, Josh Story, a young man, Rappo, but with a uh, a good head on him, a mature head. Yeah, yeah. Is that what they say? A mature head? Yeah, that's exactly what I've written, actually, Deeks, yeah, spot on, mate. I, yeah, I thought it was a brilliant moment, you know, particularly for Josh, mate, and, you know, after all his injuries, mate, he's had a lot of bad luck, hasn't he, mate, and, you know, really young captain, you know, only 21 you know, winning the senior cup, captaining a senior cup winning team. Well, he's captaining, you know, one of the best teams in the county, Deeks, isn't he? You know, so he certainly leads by example, Deeks, doesn't he? And he, he's got a lovely, mature head on him, mate. You know, really good lad, Joshy, mate, isn't he? And, you know, spoke to him a few times, mate. You know, not nice, really nice boy, mate. Look, you know, um, 
Well, I'm just thinking, mate, Lucky Mass didn't treat the, the lads to those white suit sticks, wasn't it? That you said, mate? <laughs> yeah. It sounds as if they might have voted against them, by uh, you know, if they did. Yeah. If they had to yeah, make I'm a yeah, no, mate. Yeah, but but yeah, going back to Josh Sticks, brilliant, mate. You know, I mean, I've, yeah, I think I had my best days, mate, between nineteen and twenty six. You know, lucky to play for Falmouth, mate. But certainly didn't do anything as good as captain in a, a top team like that, Deeks, and especially to a senior cup win. So, you know, he's got his old career ahead of him, mate. Already done some great things, and you know, like you mentioned, mate. We I think we said Ricky and Tom would score, didn't we, Deeks? Yeah. Yeah, why does that always happen, Deke, against your old club? It it always seems to happen, mate, doesn't it? It's so weird. But but um, you know, well done to Macca, mate, and everyone at Millbrook. You know, they they just continue to punch above their weight, don't they? Continually, you know, n- no real probably household names in that team, mate. But brilliantly coached, you know, well organised. Always give everyone a game, mate. And um, but you know, going back to Alston Deeks, worthy winners, mate. You know, beating St. Blazy, you know, on the way and obviously Salt Ash 4 0 in the semi finals as well, Dick. You know, I mean, you know, I think, you know, and could yet do a, a, a cut double, actually, Diggs, couldn't they? In the Les Phillips as well. So, so I'm sure Cousy, mate, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted for him and, and everyone at the club, really, Dick. You know, Paul, the chairman, you know, right through to, you know, everyone, really, Dick. You know, it's just, a, you know, I think they, you know, it's a long time since they've won it, mate, and, and they've done great. Come on, great strides, and yeah, well done, Alston, and lucky Milbrook Diggs. Yeah, and and as you said, um, Helston got um, cut action again on Tuesday. Uh, they're home to Buckland, as we heard from Josh there in the Les Phillips Cup. So their season might still have some more silverware yet. Yeah, yeah, right. He's done a great job, Diggs, hasn't he? Yes, great he has. Yeah, Matt Cusack, manager. We must give him yeah. a, a lot of credit. He. Um, He's the man in charge down there at Callaway Park. So well done, Kuzi. And um, yeah. could could he be could he be our manager of the season, Rappo? Um, now's a good time to perhaps just yeah. remind everyone that nominations, um, that, you know, our end of season awards that we did last year. It's the same format this year. We want to hear from you with nominations of the various categories. Um, they're all out there. If you look on well, the forum under the sort of top um, thread the on Twitter, go to Cornish Soccer um, Podcast and uh, you can see the link to, to, to nominate at this moment in time. It's nominations that we require um, until the end of the month and then that's when the serious business starts. So if, uh, we just um, we slim it down to uh, five or six names that have been nominated and then you cast your vote on uh, the various players and managers of the year. Could Matt Cusack be manager of the season? He's done it before. Yeah, yeah, he's already won it, hasn't he? Yeah, forgot that, mate. Cusack's already. Yeah, yeah, great season, mate. Yeah, could well do that, mate, if they, they can win the old Les Phillips as well, Diggs. Yeah, mm. great effort. Mind you, let's stay on the Western League subject. Mind you, Jake Ash or yeah. Danny Lewis. I mean, there's yeah. loads yeah. of candidates out there for manager of the season. Richardson and Moon, or is it Richardson, Moon and Lafferty? Some blazy guys. Sounds like an old pop group, mate, doesn't it? Yeah. In the 70s. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Um, should it be Richardson, Moon and Lafferty or Moon, Lafferty and Richardson? Or 
Yeah. Half Moon and Richardson. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, back to, back to yeah. the Western League. And, um, well, Mosul back on... Well, I was going to say back on top of the table, but I think probably they're on top of the table for the first time this season, aren't they, at the moment? Yeah, well, Dick, so, yeah, I mean, it's the first time in their history, isn't it? Oh, is it? Apparently. Oh, right. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even know that till I was watching... Um, uh, the Mosul highlight is a good little sort of um, sort of six or seven minutes, mate, isn't it? You know, it holds your interest well, doesn't it? The highlights and then that quick interview of Ashley usually or a player. And yeah, I think they were saying um, it's the first time the IS Mosul's ever been digs. Oh, right. First, yeah, first I suppose time it would because they, they always seem to be behind in games for some reason, don't they? Yeah. So they're probably all, always sort of chasing the game a little, a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, mate. But, but yeah, but they lost on Good Friday, didn't they? I know. I I always thought though, looking at the fixture sticks, that would be Mosul's hardest game, mate. Didn't you? Out of the even the Bridgewater away one, mate. I still thought, you know, just because there's a bit of a local derby and that connection, you know, Elston against Mosul, mate. I always thought that would be Mosul's hardest game. I don't know if Ashley would prefer to go to Bridgewater than he would Elston, really. But <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, they're like a 1,500-metre race sticks, isn't it? You know, Mosul has sort of been in Salt Ash's slipstream, mate, haven't they, for, for three and a half laps, mate, and they've now come off the back straight <laughs> in the lead. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. Know, mate, it's like an open-bit toe, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah, just got to get over the line now, mate, haven't they, really? Yes. Um, that, that The final straight, though, could be a little bit tricky. I, yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if there's still... A, a slight no. hiccup as they're running down that, that that back straight and around the bend. But the crowds on Good Friday, I thought, were all pretty good in uh, for our Cornish sides. Tall, yeah. tall point, 362. Uh, Helston, 416. And Farnworth, 491. Not bad going, was it? Brilliant, Deeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good to see that, is Deeks, isn't it? Good to see, mate. Yeah, yeah, and even that Easter Sunday final, mate, wasn't it? You know the the Foxhole game, mate. Foxhole two point thirds, mate. You know, up nearly two hundred and fifty there as well. Deeks won there for an East Cornwall final, and yeah, good some good crowds around. Deeks, good to see, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, good to see. Good, good turnout by uh, by everyone. Well yeah. done, uh, well done to all the uh, spectators, and let's hope they enjoyed their football. Football coming up in the Western League this week. Um, well, on well Saturday, would you believe it? Six Cornish sides in the league, six Cornish sides away. Yeah. Oh, no, mate. It's, it's crazy, isn't it, Diggs? Absolutely crazy, isn't it? The fixtures, yeah. Mm. Yeah, all away. Yeah. All away, mate. Got some trips as well, Diggs, haven't they? What? Sherbourne, Kingston, yeah. Cleveland, Cadbury East, Buckland, mate, Wellington. They should have hired a train, shouldn't they? Yeah, they could have done a special, mate, couldn't they? <laughs> a Penzance, a Penzance to Bristol special, couldn't they, do? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but the, the yeah. two, the two games that we're all going to be looking for the results, I would imagine yeah. most of us, anyway. Soldash away to Cleveland, they're ninth in the table. Mosul away mm. to Canesham, they're 18th in the table, next to bottom. Yeah. Either side can't see them slipping up, can you? No, no, I can't, Deeks. I, I think both will win, mate. When they were so much at stake, Deeks, I can't see the Ashes slipping. I mean, Clevedon, you know, lovely stadium, mate, as well, isn't it, Clevedon? You know, one of the probably the best grounds in the league there, Deeks. The, was it the Hands Stadium, is it, mate? So, 
Yeah, they got a decent record at home, mate. But yeah, fancy salt ash digs. And although Kingston are 18th, mate, you know, they do play on plastic digs, don't they? Which could be, you know, you'd fancy Mosel to have the easier game, but could the 3G sort of even it up a bit, mate? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Mm, I don't know, mate. Nah, I, 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 yeah, I agree with you, mate. I, I think both will win, mate, don't you? Can't mm. see any problems. And then yeah. Tuesday, now, Bridgewater yeah. against Mosul. Could yeah. could Bridgewater still have a say in the title race? Yeah, I think they'll have a big say on it. Takes, wouldn't they? You know, whatever. I mean, so uh, well, I expect a few of them probably go up more to, and they may, you know, all eyes, all eyes will be on that one, mate, won't it? I mean, mm. Bridgewater takes, they've only, they've only lost once at home all season, takes. 16 home games they've had, mate. Only, only lost once at home. And they've only conceded 16 goals in 16 games. Well, you're, so, you're a bit of a Bridgewater connoisseur, aren't you? Yeah, yeah a little bit, Dick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though, no, I have followed them sort of thing, mate, you know, from the start of the... Obviously, only because they're a threat to Mosul and Salt Ash, really, Dick. So it's sort of been the top three, although our teams have sort of, you know, ran away from them now, mate, haven't they? But, yeah. but um, yeah, tough game, mate. Like you say, they're going to have a say in it, mate, haven't they? But... I just like to think, mate. I, you know, I think Mosul, if they win that one, they'll probably think they won it, mate, wouldn't they? I would have thought. As a, I would have thought. A, a thought has just come through me. What about this? Yeah. Mosul lose on Tuesday. Yeah. Saltash play on Thursday up there at Ashton and Backwell. Oh, yeah. They lose as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, gripping we're not stuff. Yeah, yeah, you never know, Diggs, dear. I mean, yeah, imagine if that happened, mate. Maybe they'll lose and then so Ash think they're, they're back in the driving seat, mate. And mind you, Ashton and Battle, mate, it's not the easiest place to go, Diggs, is it? No. Really tight old pitch, isn't it? And, you know, I don't, I don't think Elston have done particularly well there. Maybe will come a cropper there, aren't they? So, you know, they, they're capable, mate, aren't they, of causing an upset? But. Mm. Yeah, it an interesting few days, Deeks, wasn't it, those two midweek games? Yes, that's yeah. right. Um, and so, well, good luck to, to both Mazel and Sotash. Yeah. We, we hope they win every game they play. Um, and uh, yeah. and that's how we want it to be. I mean, just to recap, Mazel top of the table, Sotash second, then we've got Helston sixth, Falmouth eighth, and 12.12th, Millbrook 13th. I reckon they should all be pretty pleased with what they've done this season yeah I'd agree with that Diggs definitely mate yeah I mean a few of them had not the best starts either mate didn't they and they, they've come on sort of strong really like haven't they you know like you know Thomas didn't have a particularly great start you know brilliant uh, you know up to eight great result of Bridgewater by the way Diggs wasn't it Big yes. Bridgewater went three two yeah yeah, so, yeah, tough for Westie and the boys there and fantastic result of that. And, and to a point, Dick, you know, they were sort of next to bottom, weren't they? Even bottom, I think, at one stage and they're doing all right now, mate. Moved up sort of like nice little mid-table position as well, aren't they? So I think, I think you know, if we had to do a, a school report, Dick, I think it'd be quite a good one, wouldn't it, for our team? <laughs> yeah, and good and good to see, tw- uh, you mentioned to a point, they're good to see the two... Goal scoring familiar names, Curtis Damrell and Ryan Richards, getting on the score sheets now on a very regular yeah. basis, aren't they again? Yeah, exactly. I think we mentioned that, didn't we, earlier in the year, Diggs? You know, if you get, you know, get Ryan and Curtis back, mate, you know, playing up front together, you know, one of them's going to score, if not both from Diggs. And, 
you know, since they've been back playing, mate, both of them, you, you know, two points league position says it all really digs, doesn't it? You know, shot up the table, mate, haven't they? Yeah. You can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. That's the Western League. Let's uh, just have a quick look at, um, well, step three football. It's um, True City and the Southern League Premier South. Here he is, Cam Weldon. Two games over at Easter. Cam, uh, in one, Danny Sullivan, the hero. The other, he's the villain. Yeah, that's. Um, I think. I think even Dan will probably agree with you there, Dave. I think it's um, that sort of sums it up really, uh, from hero to zero in the matter of a few days, really. Um, but yeah, it's it, that. That's football, and that happens. But um, we'll start with the, the hero bit. Uh, he was certainly the star man, um, and rightly one man the match on Good Friday. We went to um, Harry Borough, who, although in the table um, they're down the bottom, obviously look like they're. Um, they're fighting for their lives, really. 19th for the table, uh, 34 points, uh, uh, three points from safety as well. So, um, and they haven't, and the teams above have all got games at hand. So, basically, for them, it was really a must win uh, for them. So, it was always going to be a tough game, always a tough visit whenever we've been there in the past as well. But, um, yeah, and we, it was a weird kind of game day, but really worse. Cause I thought at half time we all found ourselves 1 0 down. Uh, James Ewington, who I mentioned, I think I mentioned last week, always seems to score against, scored a hat trick at, uh, at their place against us last year. Um, and they had, they had one shot, one goal, but Truro had about five or six, and it, it wouldn't have flattered us at all if we'd have gone in 3 0 up at half time. Um, I think Harvey Greenslade had a couple of really good opportunities. The keeper did well to save, but um, it was one of those. I don't think any of us were really worried at half time, which is a bit. It seems a bit strange saying that, a bit overconfident perhaps. But it was. Um, I'm sure you've been in the, the, the sense yourself where you, you've, you're thinking there's no way it's, they're going to last another 45 minutes without Truro scoring if they continue doing what they're doing. And um, lo and behold, that was the case. Um, we got we got our goal fairly fairly early in the second half, and Sully just uh, picks up the ball and. Uh, drives of it really. I think Rocky, uh, pass from Rocky, and he needs just fl- uh, let's fly past the keeper for one nil. It's a great strike, uh, and then a second soon soon after that, uh, Finley Cross runs down down the uh, the right, crosses it in. Rocky with a little back heel, and then Sully just runs onto it and slots home. That's his second uh, to make it two on Truro, and from then on, it, we were in the ascendancy. Really had a number of chances. I think Rocky had a chip shot, uh, keeper tipped over the bar, and. And then it was uh, trying to think the third goal. Yeah, the third goal was a uh, an absolute. Well, it was a penalty, really. It was a bit of a crazy one, really. Um, uh, looking back at it, it wasn't a penalty, Dave. I think we'll we'll, we'll, all, we'll all admit that. Um, Harvey Greenslow's got the ball in the box, and Finn Kraska sort of ran into the back of him. But um, the referees pointed to the spot, and I don't think any of us were really expecting it, Dave. I think a lot of the players were like, "What's he given this for?" Like, um, especially Finn, who just knows he's ran into the back of his teammate, but um, is one of those you. You don't have VAR, and you sort of just when it's when it goes when it goes for you, you sort of take it. You know, you're like, okay, we'll take it. So um, that was uh, Rocky dispatched the penalty three nil, three one. Sorry, and that was um, near enough game set match. But Sully, I know a few of the fans wanted Sully to take the penalty, but in those pressure situations, you got to give it to your main penalty taker. But Sully um, made amends for for not getting the penalty, and with it straight from kickoff, wins the ball back, charges into the the, um, the Harry box, and then I think literally just lets fly from distance and it's an absolutely worldy strike it's probably going to win our goal of the month by a mile Dave to be honest um, and into the, the top corner again keeper absolutely no chance and that was 4-1 and a pretty convincing victory in the end after being being 1-0 down uh, we came back showed a lot of um, 
uh, fight and character and uh, thankfully got the result we wanted. But as you mentioned, it um, wasn't it wasn't to be on Monday. No, that's right. Uh, and of course, Monday, that was a game uh, you were home to Plymouth Parkway, weren't you? Yeah, it was it, it was a, a weird one when you say that, um, but it was our home fixture, so we were basically in charge of the day, um, and uh, it was yeah just a very, very a bit of a strange day. So I think it was seven just under seven hundred in the crowd, um, which considering our goal were home as well wasn't wasn't a bad attendance really, and um, it was a pretty pretty entertaining game. I thought we were. I thought we were the better better team in the first half, but um, Parkway broke the deadlock. And again, it's a cracking strike. Rio Garside, um, who's a name the Truro fans will know well, former Truro player. And he um, had a shot with a, a brilliant shot that gave Hammy absolutely no chance. Cracking strike. We know we know Rio can do that. But we reacted well, levelled the scores again through um, Harvey Greenslade, who, again, I think it's a cross in from, from Will Dean. Uh, there's no, not dealt with it twice, Parkway. And eventually um, it falls to Harvey at the back post who, uh, with a left-footed shot past the keeper, a good strike, and that was one all at half-time. And um, even then, they didn't really, with the exception of the goal, Parkway never really threatened Hammy's goal um, all that much. But saying that, I don't think we really threatened the Parkway goal all that much. Um I, don't, I think uh, early in the second half, the Parkway keeper came out and um, caught the ball outside the box. And I know the Truro players were, were adamant he probably should have gone for that, but uh, referees said no. And um, I believe he got a booking and it was a free kick. And Will Dean didn't really take advantage of the free kick, went straight to the keeper. But um, And then obviously the moment really that killed the game for us a little bit was Sullivan went in late on Callum Hall um, and it was a it was a right, rightly booking. So he got booked and then... I think he had a couple of challenges soon after that. The referee um, let go, really, was said, OK, we'll we'll give you, that's your last chance sort of thing. And Callum Hall actually takes out uh, Sully from behind in about a moment, a couple of minutes before he got sent off. And it was a bad tackle from him on Sullivan. And then in the heat of the moment, I think Sully just, we, I was just about to tweet it, actually. He'd run about, he'd run about 50, 60 yards, Dave, with the ball. Um, eventually lost lost out. But um, when he, in his attempts to win the ball back, he just slides in and takes out Hall. And um, ultimately, it was I don't think there were too many complaints from, from the City players, all told, really. I think Sully kind of knew what was happening. And um, there weren't too many complaints from us. But that, the, the, the red card um, has sort of killed us a little bit. But yeah, and as we said, uh, Dan, who was obviously influential for us on on Friday, was um, was a bit. Dis- I'm sure he'll be bitterly disappointed, and um, it sort of did cost us a little bit because from then on, we never we didn't really push on um, all that much. I thought Parkway again. I agree with what Paul Watton said in his interview, when he said they didn't really look like scoring, and they had a bit of a fluky fluky shot. Ryan Lane out wide and he puts it it's almost like a cross come shot credit, credit to him the abilities there it was one of those it was, caught us all out really but um, it was a sort of a shot it went in hit the far post and then trickled over the line and I, I think it went into the other the other corner which was a, a weird kind of goal but um, I'm not sure how it caught Hammy out but that that was really how they were going to score was through some, some sort of like fluky kind of effort and that's what it was and that made it 2-1 we had a chance late on Ben Adelsbury came on as a impromptu striker and um he had a he had, had a header tipped over by the the keeper and then the ball fell to uh, Yassi or Yassin El Naya and couldn't really get it under control and um although he managed to get a shot away went through the keeper um the defender was on the line to hoof it away and that was Looked like it was going to finish 2-1, but literally in the dying embers, Jack Crago, we know he's got pace, charged down 
down the wing, squared it to Ben Seymour and Hammy's taken him out. But I think Truro's arguments were where Seymour might have been offside, but, but realistically at 2-1 down in the 95th minute, and a goal's not really, it doesn't really matter. You've got to go for it. And um, whether he's offside or not, Hammy has taken him out, no doubt about that. And um, Seymour's stepped up and sent Hammy the wrong way. And that was literally the last kick of the game. The third goal was the last kick of the game, which was... This feels like a missed opportunity for us because if we'd have won that, um, we would have. I think we would have been. Uh, not sure how many points off Western, but we would have still had a game in hand and um, would have been in a would have been a good position. But ultimately, um, that is that is what it is. But I feel like missed opportunity for us, and I think we're going to have to settle for the playoffs now. Looking at the table, but uh, yeah, a, a, a weird kind of weekend, Dave. Of the jubilation on Friday to come from behind and win, but then the disappointing. To, to lose a derby day which was in a game realistically we probably didn't deserve to lose but ultimately um big decisions and we we sort of uh, lost lost our heads a little bit in the second half but that that is what it is and we just go again yeah now the top of the table it, it's all getting pretty tight um in the top five uh, obviously the top one goes up automatically that's western supermare at the moment they're on 86 points 39 yep. games. Then we've got Bracknell on 81 from 38 games. Truro, the same number of games on 77. Chesham, one point behind Truro, but they've played two games more. And then Poole in fifth position on 74 points, 39 games. So it's all pretty tight there. How much are we missing Tyler Harvey? Um, yeah, I've, I've, obviously Ty's, we know how good he is. Is it 23 goals for us this year? He's, you, you take that out of any team. Your top goal scorer, your main, your main talisman, and you're going to struggle. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's just Tyler, Dave. I think, um, I think one of the biggest problems we've had is consistency in terms of getting games on. Which, again, with the weather it's been this week, it's hardly surprising. But you go, we've always been a team who seems to play well when we've had a number of games. If that makes sense. Like when we play. Like, I think it probably would have suited us a little bit if we'd have played Friday, played Monday, played Wednesday, played Saturday. You know what I mean? I think it when we have a consistent run of games, I think it helps. But these long breaks just don't help us. And I'm not using that as an excuse, but yeah, I, I do. I, I think that's a main factor. But yeah, as I said, when you take someone of Tyler's ability out the team, you um, you, you're losing out on 23 plus goals. And he is he is one of those strikers who. Perhaps when things aren't going your way, he he delivers. But um, fingers crossed, he he should be back fairly fairly soon, and we get him in for the playoff run, which is which which will be a massive boost for us. Yeah, I guess it, even if he only makes the playoffs, that's better than nothing, isn't it? But um, you mentioned games coming up, and uh, <laughs> well, with the uh, with the weather postponing a, a couple recently, it's more than one game coming up, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be as I say, it's going to be a bit of a hectic schedule. Which, um, but every team, every team's in it in the same boat, really. Dave Bracknell, who we, who we were due to play, they I think they've had an absolutely crazy schedule, really, playing every other day for the last couple of weeks. But we, that's what it is, and that's what happens with with the weather and stuff. And for some reason, the league insists on having the playoffs a few days after the league season finishes, so you can't even go over a little bit, which I think is a little unfair and probably a little unneeded, but again, oh. that's that's my opinion. But Blame um, the FA for that one, Cam. Blame the FA. Yeah, well, well, there you go. It's the Southern League and the FA is doing, but I think it is unfair on, on non-league players. Like um, so we, we mentioned the games we've got to play, so we're playing Met Police at home on Saturday, um, Belifo Park, weather permitting, touch wood. So um, I think the weather forecast is looking up 
to the next week or so, which is it's going to have to be Dave. I think Belifo Park's got six games in eight days with the two teams, which is um, for any pitch is a, a big, big ask. But um, so yeah, we met Police on Saturday at home, three o'clock kickoff, and then uh, we were due to play Bracknell Wednesday uh, last week, but that's been called off uh, due to the rain, unsurprisingly, um, heavy winds as well. So that has now been arranged for Monday night. Um, so that is a 7.45 kickoff at Belifo Park. That's second against third, obviously, so a big game there. And then we're in action again 48 hours later, 7.45 kickoff on Wednesday night. We take on uh, Salisbury at Belifo Park. And then we finish the, uh, we mentioned next week, we finish the season, hopefully, uh, away at Northley the following Saturday at 3 o'clock. So um, four games in, in a week is going to be a, a tough ask for the lads' day. Um, tough ask for any team, but uh, fingers crossed we can just do what we do and cement cement the playoff positions. I think those two midweek games against um, Bracknell and Salisbury are massive for us, really. Yeah. If we win one of those, I think that gives us a bit of daylight, really, and basically secure third place a little bit. Um, Paul... Uh, I've got we got a game in hand on Paul as well, and they're two point they're two points behind Chesham. So it's I think a win, a couple of wins will probably cement us third. But as we you never know if we beat Bracknell on Monday, that could even open it up and finish second. So it is, I, but realistically, realistically looking, looking at the playoffs now, um, there's a six point gap between Paul and Swindon, um, both with the same amount of games played. So I don't think um, Swindon will be able to catch Paul uh, with. Well, with the games remaining, with three games remaining, so uh, realistically, it looks like the the Western look like they're going to go up as champions, and then the uh, the four in the playoffs: Bracknell, Truro, Chesham, and Paul. Which um, it looks like it, that was always going to be the case for the last few weeks, Dave. But that's pretty much how I think it's going to finish. But a big, big week ahead, Dave. Big week ahead. Yeah. Right, so a few ifs and buts and whatever in the uh, Southern League Premier Division South, but not quite so uh, in doubt in the um, St. Piran League West, is it, for your reserve side? One more point and they wrap it up. They're already, uh, well, it's already only one side that can catch them and that that, uh, would only happen if Truro don't get a single point in their next two games. Since we last spoke, uh, they, they played and won, didn't they? Yeah, they did, Dave. They um, had a good result away at Wendron, who we mentioned last week. They drew 0-0 in the league against them at, at Tregaia a few weeks Um So they took them on at, at Underlane and 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock kickoff on the Friday and um, they, they scored two goals. Uh, Phil Lowry gave City the, the opener and then um, Finn Harrison, who we know scored a hat, hat full of goals in the league, got a second. Um, Wendron pulled Bombacket with a, a penalty. Uh, from Taylor Packinus, but um, Finn Harrison got another goal in the second half, basically to cement um, a three-one big, big away victory. So, as as you mentioned, that now puts them in the ascendancy in the driving spot, and they need a point from their last two games to secure the league title. Six points clear at the top at the moment. Um, from, uh, that's above of that six points clear of St. Day. Um, uh, so, realistically, they're a point on Saturday we'll, we'll do it for them um, but I'm hoping they'll, they'll want to go out in style and probably settle for three rather than a, rather than the one but um, so who are they going to beat then Cam who are they going to beat up, yeah uh, up against Red Roof uh, Tregai Field so um, Red Roof down in 11th um, so realistically nothing really to play for for them so yeah I think it's one where Truro just got to go out and be professional and get the result done and they can celebrate a uh, getting into the Southwest Peninsula League next season, which is a, a great achievement for a, a very, very young side. So, um, f- fingers crossed they get the job done on, on Saturday. And even if they don't, they've still, uh, realistically, they were um, 
they'll they'll go to Helston on the final day knowing that they've um they realistically again probably only need a couple of points so but um hopefully fingers crossed that isn't the case we just we get it done on get it done on uh, Saturday yeah that's right get it done as soon as they can uh, would be would be the message that's it I think for this week isn't it uh, you ought to go and and uh, have a drink of some salty water and clear that throat a little bit <laughs> yeah it's a bit croaky Dave I don't know it's that um. I said, I think it's sort of a bonus, really, when we're talking that we didn't have the game on uh, Wednesday night. And I didn't really fancy standing out uh, in the rain and the wind. Um, I took one li- glimpse out my window last night. I was like, I, I can see why they called it off now. But um, mm. yeah, no. Yeah, hopefully, busy, busy weekend, Dave. So I think I need to, as you say, get some uh, salt in the water, and we'll we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah, and pray for no rain. Yeah, pray for no rain. Well, I've just looked out the window now. We're talking on the Thursday morning, and it's still raining here a little bit. But um, fingers crossed. I think the weather forecast is doing us a favour on on Friday and Saturday. So hopefully it dries up on Saturday because, as we said, uh, it was six games in eight days at the LIFO is going to be a, a big ask. And if it rain, you feel like if it rains at least once, it'll probably kill one of those games. And I don't really think there's oh, any time to reschedule oh, them as well. Don't so. mention that. <laughs> don't don't suggest that. <laughs> Exactly. So, <laughs> anyway, let's let let's hope that everything goes to plan, and uh, well, this time next week we're talking about of the playoffs. Fingers crossed, Dave. Cheers. From the Southern League to the Trelawney, we've got you covered. Yep. Thanks to Cam there. Um, poor old Cam. I think he might be coming down with a touch of the cold or the flu, or he's just very concerned about Truro City, perhaps. But um, yeah, they're 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 up and down at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, takes it. Yeah, they have. I mean, <clears throat> I watched them on Monday, takes you oh, know. Yeah, and, of course, yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I enjoyed the game, takes you know, It was nice to watch City. I've been up. I don't think I've been up the season, mate. But but Portway thoroughly. To, I mean, great goal, mate, from Rio Gortol. Have you seen it, Diggs? Have you seen the goal? Uh, uh, no, I haven't actually. No, I've heard oh. um, heard from various uh, places that it was a uh, uh, well, a, a unstoppable. I think wasn't it. Oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, you know, even a keeper of like Hammy's quality digs was grasping thin air, mate. Um, out of a strike, digs, you know, get when you get a chance to watch watch the Toro highlights, mate. But that Cam does, mate, brilliant highlights. But yeah, some strike, mate, and and probably good for it, really. Digs, I thought Portway started the better, really, but City got back into it. You know, I thought they gradually sort of sort of found a way back into the game, got on top of it deservedly equalised and then second half mate you know all looked pretty good for City really mate I thought they starting to you know you could see them although they, they did miss that cutting edge Deeks. you know I think Tyler is a big miss isn't he up front for a mate when he's not playing you know Rocky worked or Deeks and he's a strong little you know fella mate isn't he for his height and you know he backs in and rolls defenders and, he, and he's good in the, in the air as well Deeks isn't he for a wee man like but but um but yeah, you know, Rocky couldn't have done much more. But, but yeah, I do think they missed Tyler's quality City have, mate, you know, and I think that was evident to see, mate. And although I still think they might have gone on to nick this one, Dix, but obviously Sully's, you know, he got, well, that's a bit frustrating, really, Dix. It, it's a bit stupid, really, because, you know, the ref had a conversation with him for a couple of minutes, you know. It all happened in about 
a 10-minute spell, mate. You know, the ref had a conversation with him for about two minutes and thought the ref done all right, really. You know, did, didn't book him or anything. You know, a couple little niggles here and there and a bit of back chat. That was fine. Let him let him go. And then two minutes later, mate, he gets a yellow card um, over by, you know, Troy's dugout, mate. And then and then about three minutes after that, he lunges into a tackle right next to Parkway's dugout, mate. <laughs> you know, and... Yeah, I don't think it was, you know, malicious or anything like that, Deeks, but it's one of them tackles you can't do anymore, Deeks, you know? Mm. You just can't. And, yeah, it was probably a fair red or, or a fair two yellows, really, Deeks. You know, it, 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 it just seemed a stupid tackle to do, you know, sort of getting on top one all, 65th minute sort of thing, getting on top in the game and, you know, dived in and second yellow. And you're gone, mate. And, you know, the, the, the momentum like swung back in Portway's favour then, Deeks. And obviously, you know, I think 3-1 was a bit of gloss for a mate. You know, they, they scored a pretty fortuitous, you know, went 2-1 up, mate, across from the left, really just went through everyone, hit the far post and went in, Deeks. You know, one of them. But And then the penalty, obviously, in injury time. So, you know, it wasn't probably a 3-1. But, but yeah, yeah, just, I don't know, Deeks. I think City had just lost their way a bit may and they obviously you know just hope they can get a bit of momentum up you know when the playoffs come around Diggs because you know you don't want to go into it off form do you Diggs really no that's right so but it does look now um, as if third place really isn't it well I say that but I yeah. suppose they got Brack uh, they got Bracknell on Monday haven't they so um, that, that could True. could swing it um, possibly although uh, you're still going to have to, you know, hope Bracknell drop points yeah. somewhere, haven't you? So, um, yeah, I think yeah. third place probably with the last couple of weeks' performances, they'll probably um, settle for that, won't they? Yeah, I think you're right, Diggs. Yeah, I think so, mate. I think that's probably, yeah, you know, I think that's probably probably be a fair position, wouldn't it, mate? Over the mm. over the whole season, mate. Yeah, disappointing because, you know, we thought it was a two-horse race, didn't we, at one stage, mate, with Western mm. Supermare takes. But, yeah, it's not panned out like that. And I think City will take that, mate, wouldn't they? Yeah. And uh, we can't go from Truro without me asking you what was the pitch like? Yeah, wasn't very good, Diggs. Well, I, I was sat in the stand, mate, so I don't really want to criticise anyone because it is, you know, it's been difficult with all this rain, mate, and it, and games on it and stuff, but... It looked a bit rough, Diggs, to be honest, for that level of football. Certainly didn't, certainly want conducive to good football, Diggs. So, you know, a lot of sort of, well, not long ball, but a lot of balls in channels and stuff, mate. Yeah, you know, I don't know if Obsey and, and, and what's the, you know, I don't know if that was deliberate, mate, but you certainly couldn't play any ticky, ta- ticky tack of football, Diggs, <laughs> on, that, on that pitch, mate. It was one of them, mate, where I think you, you're better off knocking it long, mate, and starting again, Diggs, on a few bobbles and bounces, Diggs, on it. There was, mate. Mm. Not great. Could be Not a great. case, I was thinking earlier, could it be a case, actually, that Truro might, be, might prefer to play away rather than home in the playoff? Yeah, yeah, it could be right there, Diggs. Although their record at Belifo is, yeah. you know, I think we spoke about it before. Yeah, that's the first one they've lost, Diggs, yeah, at home. true, yeah. So, you know, their record is good there, Diggs. But, yeah, I don't know. They are a footballing team, mate, isn't they? You, they? They might prefer a decent surface, mate. But, you know, you've got to, you've got to say, mate, you know, I think if they do play at Belifo, you, you still fancy them, mate, wouldn't you, yeah. to win, I think. 
I guess it's a, it's a, it's the same as the old penalty shootout in the Cornwall Senior Cup final. It's, it becomes a bit of a lottery. Um, playoffs is the same to some extent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, mate. And it, you you bet you rarely see, mate, the best team over a season Deeks, win the playoffs, do you, at any level, don't you? Right. Well, we'll yeah. we'll remind you about that, Rappo, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Okay, mate. <laughs> Your Cornish now on to the Southwest Plinster League, uh, step six football. And um, well, let's hear from Phil first of all. He's been a busy man over the last seven or so days watching football where, wherever he can get it, Rappo. So here he is. Easter's come and gone, Phil. Um, and so have a few games, but uh, also a handful of matches that have got to be rearranged, which no doubt you've done already, haven't you? I've done them already. Uh, so although we, we are now in the situation where sometimes I'm putting them in on dates that I, I really wouldn't like, but we're getting to run out of options for some clubs. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk more about the perhaps the rearranging and the, and the weather um, in a minute. But first of all, the good news is that the Thursday night match down at Mullion and Good Friday was good, wasn't it, more or less? Yes, yes. I mean, the actual main bulk of the Easter fixtures were, were like, say, Thursday, Friday, and they all got played. Um, some good crowds as well. Uh, certainly uh, in the second highest in East and the second highest in West of the season, which, funny enough, are, were the duplicates of the Christmas fixtures of the same ones. Ah, right. Uh, it, uh, the highest crowd in West this season was some lazy versus some Orstall from Boxing Day, and the second highest crowd uh, was from Good Friday, St. Orstall versus St. Blazy, um, <laughs> which is the normal pattern. Actually, normally being at home at Christmas is slightly higher crowds than, than being home at Easter. Mm. It's the, the practical one. Uh, and likewise in East, the best crowd in East had been the Boxing Day Torrington versus Torreside, and the second best crowd in East came up on Good Friday with Torreside versus Torrington. And, of course, as, as we've spoken before, the, those two... Matches do involve sides that are very close um, yes. together in, in miles, of, isn't it? In case of Torreside and Torrington, it, it is the closest, even when, when Newquay and Godolphin were in the league. Torreside and Torrington, by Google Maps, is 0.9 miles from ground <laughs> to ground. Right. Right. <laughs> Not quite next door, but, but you know, within walking distance, you could argue. Well, for, for some of us, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> is there an actual rivalry between those two clubs? You know, do they hate I, each other or anything like that? No, not really. <laughs> in fact, in some ways, the, the two clubs' ethos are quite different. Torrington, as a former Western League club, their ground is in the centre of town. It's a one-pitch with club-like stand, clubhouse, sort of as you'd expect the town club to be. Uh, Torridge side was basically the, the upstarts from out of town, but they have multiple pitches in a big, much more open site where they have a lot more youth teams and things progressing their players. Yeah, right. So the ethos for Torrington is is the normal, you know, we'll, we'll raise money through the gate and the bar and give our manager a budget, or as circumstances dictate. I mean, years ago, John Hall was the manager mm. there. They were very successful. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> whereas Torreside's ethos is more that, you know, we, we've got lots of youth teams and lots of pitches, um, and we develop players to come up through. Right. So what were the crowd numbers for those two games? Right. Uh, so St. Austin St. Blasey was 397, which I'd say is the second best in West this season so far, and Torridge side Torrington was 321. 
Right. And the, uh, well, the St. Blasey Sinostal game ended up 4-0. What, what about the other one? That was a bit closer to scoring. Yeah, Torrey won 3-2, I think. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it was. So, okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely 3 <laughs> Yeah, don't doubt yourself, don't doubt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so where did you end up on Good Friday? Right, well, I, I, I said that this time last week I was going to see six games before we spoke, but the weather may, reduced it to five. I went, obviously, I was at Mullion and Wendon on, on the Thursday night. Uh, very good coverage with the lights, very pleased to see that. Yeah, I like um, the lights, actually. They look very yeah. good, don't they? Very, very good. Uh, these LED ones as well, they give a good, um, dare I say, probably a better light coverage. You, you don't get the sort of light and dark patches mm. that the halide ones give you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I've noticed that other grounds recently, uh, Honiton, similarly have got LED ones, and, and I give the same comment to them. The coverage between sort of light and dark is, is less noticeable yeah. uh, with their LEDs. They, they cost a bit more, don't they? But I think it, it's it worth it. It's more to provide, but because they are cheaper to run, the bulbs don't run out in the same way as mm. the LEDs, and the energy costs are, are less. But over time, they, we would say they actually are cheaper, but the initial outlay is dearer. Right. Okay. So, um, so uh, yeah, so that was the, yeah, the Thursday. The, the, yeah, the Friday, um, I, a very interesting game at Oakhampton against Holdsworthy. I picked the right one there. Uh, Holdsworthy was probably the shock result of the weekend. Yes. They're down in 17th, and they won at Oakhampton. Oakhampton had only previously lost at home all season to Brixham. Uh, and it was a bit like the Alamo. That the referee <laughs> sent off a Holesworthy player, uh, and for the last 25 minutes or so, O'Campton were kicking down the slope with a man advantage, a goal behind, and threw everything at them. Um, Holesworthy <laughs> were both brilliant in, in the commitment to the defending and probably um, some of the dark arts and time wasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say one of their players got substituted and he managed to get himself booked between being substituted and actually leaving the pitch, <laughs> such, such as the route he managed to take. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Um, sounds a good game. They see it on TV, so, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, 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 and then uh, Friday afternoon, I, I did see Exeter against Bolton. Yes, I know Bolton beat Exeter, but we didn't. We didn't lose four oh, nil. Yeah, a, a defeat's a defeat. You know. <laughs> a defeat's a defeat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saturday, Bobby Tracy gets credit because that was the only game played on Saturday. Um, that was reasonable enough. Credit and a, a competent side. Obviously, we'll come on to next week's fixtures because that's a big week for credit and uh, next week that they got the job done there. What's the crowd then, like for that game? Um, it was about 147, which for Boffy was their second highest of the season. Right, OK. Uh, considering it wasn't the local derby. Yeah. So it, they, they got more playing as the only game on a Saturday than if they'd been yeah. others there. I, mean, I certainly saw people there that were with other clubs that wouldn't have been able to be there on the Friday. Mm-hmm. So, so they got a, a better than average crowd. Uh, and then Monday, ended up with a bit of a damp squid. We don't want to watch Honiton against Southampton. Uh, and O'Campton more than made it for, for sort of Friday's defeat with a fairly comfortable 3 0. Right. Um, but another game played. The league table situation, well, we know what's happening in the West. Well, we assume what's happening in the West. Um, yeah. But first of all, in the East, with O'Campton losing, how does that affect their title bid? It, it, 
technically they are still the one that can force Brixham the most because um, they're five points behind Crimson with two games in hand. So technically they, they can get to the next highest points total bar Brixham, who are the favourites. The, the real issue this week, and it, it happens Monday night, Monday the 17th, for the, for the, I don't know how many times we've tried to rearrange it, but I think it might actually get played this time. <laughs> we have Crediton versus Brixham. Right. Um, now, <laughs> I dare say a Brixham win just really underlines the status that Brixham w- will be champions. Mm. Um, a Crediton win, uh, it's a little chink in, in the, the situation and keeps Crediton very much in the fight. Um, a draw probably suits Brixham in terms of the title, but also probably suits O'Campton in terms of being second. Right. And uh, prize money... You get something yep. for what first uh, top two places yeah. is it? or what? two two thousand pounds and medals for first, a thousand pounds and medals for second, five hundred pounds for third, but of course no medals. Right. Uh, so in, in terms of you know, is it an honour? Champions and runners up are listed as club honours, aren't they? Well, mm-hmm. third place is yeah, the treasurer might pocket the money, but yeah. it, it's not really an honour as such. No. So, so something so, to play for. Yeah. So, and again, in, in the West, you know, you, you look at there and Wendron look good for second, but if they to lose to St. Blasey, then Lisgard and Liscard win their last two, they potentially end up on equal points. And at the moment, Liscard have a better game in hand. Uh, sorry, have a better goal difference. Yeah. Well, they're scoring goals for pleasure yeah. at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, Liscard? So Liscard could pip Wendron for second, uh, unless, of course, Wendron gets something, it's a blazy. That would then mean that, you know, this guard probably yeah. would miss out on second. Right, OK. So, still lots to play for, even, even though we're down to the, the last sort of uh, couple games. Um, now, St. Blasey, well, we all thought they were going to wrap it up for sure on Wednesday evening, but that was one of them hat for games that were called off yeah it? I had seven scheduled I, I allowed the cup semi-final to go off on 24 hours before and one or two said oh that's a bit early <laughs> uh, St Blasey fair play to them they kept it on until four o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> before eventually conceding defeat and that was probably a bit late although to be fair they were only playing sticker down the road weren't they so it yeah, wasn't true it wasn't different again part of the reason when you're looking at when the timing of this moment you also have to look at who the away team is uh, so, for example, the same night, uh, Dartmouth had to travel to Holdsworthy, far, far longer midweek trip than you'd ideally like. Mm. Uh, and therefore, it's only fair to say, look, you know, it's not going to be on, don't don't set off. Um, whereas, obviously, if St. Blasey were playing sticker, you, you had that sort of licence to, to leave it a little bit longer. Yeah. St. Blasey seemed very keen, didn't they, to, to get they, that they game did. on? Yeah. They did. They're very keen to rearrange it for Wednesday coming up. I think probably thinking well if they get the result or a, a any result we're going to draw would do then they've got the title wrapped up and they don't have to worry too much about playing Wendron on the last Saturday of the season they're not Whereas afraid of Wendron are they well <laughs> I have to say this is from years of experience and there's nothing to do with some lazy but I've seen it from all sorts of things for years once you get down to that mathematical we need this from this everybody gets a bit squeaky button <laughs> and, until it's done and then very often after that that they play with a license of, of freedom yeah. and, and enjoy the football for the remaining game it's, it's that just getting over the line it's all always the same all leaks. <laughs> right. I'm sure Arsenal fans are feeling exactly the same at the yes moment. very true that's right okay so all these games that were called often 
how have you managed to fit them in? And and also, is this the first season that there's for you with the peninsula? Is it the first season that the games have been postponed so late in the season? Yeah, this is the real difference. It's, it's, it's in the total number of games we arranged, it's, it's nothing unusual. What this is being hugely different about is, is normally the wet weather comes either November, December before Christmas, uh, or it comes after Christmas, January, February. Um, and that's not unusual. And in a very bad winter, it doesn't stop raining from November to February. <laughs> um, but whatever it is, if you take the view that by March it's you've had the worst of the weather, then you've got eight, nine, ten weeks from the beginning of March to the end of April or so uh, to catch up the fixtures. The, the problem this year is we were playing games in February. February was quite a dry month. Mm. Um but we weren't catching up because you don't normally stick in midweek games in February. And that's not just our league. Most leagues don't because, you know, you're still expecting the wet weather in February. You've still got the dark nights in February. Um, and then in March, when you're starting to catch up, that's when the wet weather's arrived. Um, and, and, you know, here we are in April and it's it's still with us, isn't it, the wet mm, weather? That's right. Um, and the problem then is you, you've got so little room to put the games back in. You can't stagger them across two months. You're effectively, at the moment, staggering them across two weeks. And to be fair, the leagues with playoffs, uh, particularly those teams in contention for a playoff, there's a little bit of license from the FA about teams not in contention now. Um, oh. The ones in contention, effectively, have got to play them by next Saturday. Yes, and and because Cam has been on already on on the pod, this week's podcast, you know, suggesting it's the Southern League, but it's the FA, isn't it? That it, yeah. it, you know, apply these uh, rules. Uh, people will be seeing it on websites and things now. That the actual email was a private email to league secretaries, but it, we, we can talk about the dates in it rather than than the actual contents of the email. The FA have have now given a little bit of ground for games that don't involve the playoffs mm-hmm. <clears throat> at step five and above that you can play up to Monday the first of May. Uh, I hate to say it to the FA that I already was using Monday the first. <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't really. Uh, certainly in the east, I wasn't in the west, and I might might have to use the first of May in the west if we lose any more. But at the moment, I'm not. Um, so that gives you some scope there. Um, and that the playoff final, which should have been on Saturday the sixth of May, can be stretched to the bank holiday Monday the eighth of May for those leagues that have playoffs. But we are still only talking 48 hours. It's not not a huge. No, no, that's it's not right. a great benefit to many clubs. Right. Okay, and in the in the West, where obviously there's less teams, everyone's pretty much just got one or two games. Really, it's poor old Callington, isn't it? That seem to be suffering with their yes, pitch. Yes, yeah, and uh, uh, you know we're having. You know, in, in the last week, we had a postponement on Monday and a postponement on Wednesday, and I know the reserves were due to be at home on Tuesday, and that was postponed because I, I rearranged the Wednesday night game, and then I had a phone call from the East Cornwall League that they put in Tuesday night's game on the same oh, night, dear. and I had to sort of pull rank and say, I'm very sorry, but I've got a, a different deadline to play. <laughs> I'm grabbing that midweek. You're going to have to... <laughs> you, you know, you've got a bit more licence to, to move it. I, I don't like to do that, but... yeah. 
you've you, you got, got a lot of choice. And certainly, you know, we're talking here on Thursday morning. They're due at home to be home to Wendron on Saturday. Not an ideal one to, to make midweek if it's off. And mm. in any event, Callington have got midweek games now because of the other postponements. Yeah, I'm just looking at their uh, their running. What they got? They got uh, six games in. 14 days, two weeks. Yeah, five, five of them at home. Yeah, that's and, and that's the problem, isn't it? They're all, at, yeah, or most of them the are at home. So, uh, yeah. well. Yeah. Um, the next season, I, I might might do a, a, a Hiscock special on their fixture, isn't it? They might be home multiple times <laughs> at the start of the season. <laughs> right. you'll, be, you'll be questioning me in September. Why have Karen to play half their home fixtures? And you will remind <laughs> us, no doubt. So, <laughs> lots of football has been played. Lots of games, though, have been called off. But you're still happy. When's the last game in the Southwest Peninsula League going to be um, staged? So the, the West, the last game in the West is the Callington Mullion game that was off on Monday, Easter Monday. That is now Saturday the 29th. I had tried to avoid using that Saturday in West, but uh, to be fair to Mullion, I can't make them go at midweek. And then to be honest, even if I had made them go at midweek. Uh, I then lost Callington to Orsall on Wednesday, which is now to midweek. So, <laughs> so Callington has still got a game, though. Right. Uh, so I got that the right way round, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but, um, yeah. And of course, um, one of the games called off was the cup tie, uh, cup semi-final, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, and again, that's been a real problem putting it back in, but also not impacting on other teams' fixtures because there's no date to... Again, you know, if, if you lost a game in March, you, you could sort of say, well, I'll put it in there and I'll move that to there. Well, there is nowhere else to move the other games. Hmm. So we've had to go for the 25th of April, which is later, far later than we wanted to do, but it doesn't impact on anybody else's fixtures. Liscard and Newton Spurs you know, can still play their league fixtures as scheduled. I, I'm not asking Ivorish to postpone one of their league games to fit the cup game in by playing that night. Uh, what it, the, the impact of that was is that the league board at this March meeting had decided the two venues for the two end of season games. Mm. Uh, in an ideal world, we weren't going to announce which one was which until we knew who was in the cup final. Uh, and we've now had to really be fair to those two clubs that are hosting it and say, okay, we'll, we'll make a decision. Um, hopefully, you know, we'll be right, but you know, you could be could be wrong if, if different teams win in the cup than, than you've anticipated uh, but the Champions Bowl will be on Monday the 8th of May that's the bank holiday because of the King's coronation and that will be played at Calumpton um, you would assume it's Brixham versus St Blasey um, yes St Blasey have to travel but I would point out that last year's was at Bodmin uh, so on the alternate year uh, and Calumpton is straight up the M5 mm. So Columbus, of course, had also been chosen as one of the two because we were thinking Axminster were in the League Cup, if you see what I mean. Yeah. So that's why Columbus were in the consideration. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the League Cup final uh, will be on Saturday the 13th of May, and that will be at Launceston. Um, and obviously, if it turns out to be a, a Liscard versus O'Campton final, everybody will say, oh, Phil, you did the right job in picking <laughs> the one in the middle. And if it ends up being Axminster versus Newton Spurs, people will be saying, who chose this place for this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They would say, they would say, couldn't you have rearranged it to another venue? Uh, you've got to be fair to the clubs that you're asking to to get in, the bar staff and supplies, kitchen helpers. We all, we've been to these cup finals. And, and let's be fair, the majority of cup finals, and I'm sure it was absolutely no different at St. Blasey on, on Easter Monday for the senior cup final, 
it's the volunteers and the, the club committee people that have put the work in to make sure the day runs smoothly. Mm. Uh, and at some point, you have to say to them, look, we want you to do this, and you have to have confidence in them to do it. Yes, we must remember it's not just about the players and the the officials, is it? It's the backroom staff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in an ideal world, you know, you could. But that's to say, that's why we, we tried not announcing which one was at which. Mm. Um, but the weather's just forced our hand, really. Okay. I think it's on to where are you going to watch <laughs> games I, in the next seven days? I've got a game every night next week. Is that all? <laughs> well, I thought I could probably try and find something in the data. <laughs> um, uh, Saturday, first of all, I've been invited uh, to Brixham versus Bridport. Brixham got some presentations to do, and they have these um, fans that come down from London, the Brixham Casuals. Oh, right. Uh, they're down this Saturday, so uh, they want to do some, some presentations to some players, so I'll, I'll, that's my invite for there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next week, God, a busy week. Uh, Monday night, Crediton versus Brixham is the obvious game. Yeah. Because that's, that's a huge game. Oh, yeah, top. that'll be a good game. Well, what yeah. sort of crowd would you hope for that game? It's interesting. Mon- of course, Crediton years ago used to play Monday yeah. nights. So in some ways, it's rolling back the years for that. You would hope, weather permitting, nothing much on TV, I don't believe, because, again, it's a European week, isn't it? So that tends to be mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I would hope, you know, it's got to be a couple of hundred at least. Right. Uh, may, maybe more. Maybe more. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, Monday. Tuesday night, we've got the delayed other Cup semi-final, the, not the one that was postponed this mm-hmm. week, the other one. That's Axminster versus Oakhampton at Newton Abbott's first. So duty for that one. Uh, Wednesday night, I haven't seen a game under Bude's new lights as such. I, I was there on the Saturday when they turned them on, but it wasn't really mm-hmm. dark. Um, <laughs> uh, and I've got a lift there to to watch Bude versus Callington. That's Callington's away game, so they should play that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so that's uh, Bude versus Callington on the Wednesday night for me. Uh, Thursday night, I've got a Thursday night game, Elmore versus Tinmouth. <laughs> right. uh, as they catch up, Elmore are playing Tuesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will t- cover this next week, but there's even a Friday night game next week, Elbert versus Torridge side, should have been Saturday. And again, this is such a, the, the other factors about when you're rearranging these fixtures. I stuck it in on a Saturday, and then because the Devon Junior Minor League, which is a huge youth league yeah. in the Plymouth area, they'd already got all the pictures at Elbert and booked for cup cup finals <laughs> there for the end of the season, which is a good payday for the yeah. club to yeah. host these things. And yet you've got to, you've got to balance all these things off. Uh, and luckily, Torridge side again because they've got a large youth presence themselves that they understood and that they've agreed to go down on the Friday night so it's not to oh, impact on, on that game right yeah. and the the one million dollar question is weather forecast is it good or bad it's reasonable <laughs> it's reasonable right sit in the yeah. middle <laughs> it, it, well, it's April showers uh, and now I think you know, we, we can cope with April showers that what we've been having uh, really since the beginning of March is when it rains, it's been raining, isn't it? It's, yeah. been, it's not been showers, it's been absolute downpours. Uh, and that's what's caused the trouble. So, yeah, um, if the forecast is right, I'm reasonably happy that we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get them played. Although there's, you only have to look at some of the pictures on Wednesday night of, of some of the games that were called off. There's a lot of water to drain off them before Saturday. Mm, that's right. And 
let's be fair as well. It's all very well that the pitches, you know, the poor old players that have got to go out there and play on the on the sodden pitches. But it's not much fun for the spectators either, is it really? Yeah. And can I just make one other point? Actually, this email from the FA about the sort of extra forty eight hours. <laughs> I can understand that they're sat in, in Wembley um, and they're making decisions based on spreadsheets and needing to use allocations and all the rest of it. But as I have said to the FA, it's all very well. But in reality, all a fixture secretary can do, and this isn't just me, this would be applying the St. Perrin League, East Cornwall League, any of, the, any of the other leagues. All you can do is arrange fixtures, hope they get played. If they don't get played, you rearrange them and hope they get played. Ultimately, I can't make, or, or, you know, if we say that the last games have to be the 1st of May, if it rains on the 1st of May, I can't go and say to those referees, you must play. Uh-huh. As the FA say, today is the last day of the season. Yeah. You know, player safety and, and yeah. you know, whether, like I said, whether it's farcial for the players or dangerous for the players, farcial for the spectators, it has to be considered. So, as much as you know, I, I understand where they're coming from. It isn't as simple as that. No, it's not as simple as that. And there's always someone else worse off, actually, Phil, because in the time we've been speaking, I, I thought I saw flash up on my screen a moment ago that Sandhurst, I don't, I don't know what oh, league they're playing, 11 combined games counties. in 11 yeah. in 10 days or something like that? Yeah. Combined counties, yeah. I, I've been watching them. They are, without doubt, the, the worst in the country in terms of things. And they are literally playing every night. <laughs> yeah, every night. I, I feel guilty about making you know, Elmore play Tuesday and Thursday. A Sandhurst would, would beg me to swap that with their fixtures. Yeah. You know, they're probably playing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. On that note, um, you're still laughing away, so you're a happy man, even though you've had uh, a lot of work in the last seven days or so. I have to say, this is, in a perverse way, this is what I enjoy. I, I enjoy being busy watching the football played as well, but I enjoy being busy and I enjoy the games being, you know, played firstly, but, you know, being involved. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not downbeat at all right um, but but if the sun could shine for it till to about May the 1st we would, would appreciate it <laughs> that would be very handy and thanks very yep. much Phil yep thanks to Phil there um, yeah busy time of the season for Phil and um, watching all those games and you've been the same the rapper haven't you you had a a f- good Friday of South West Peninsula League football didn't you yeah, I was, I was rivaling Phil, I was, Dick. And, um, and, and I saw a few goals, mate. What did, I, I actually saw, what did I say, Dick? Ten goals in the three games. Not quite Phil standards, but ten in three, mate. I, you know, I'd settle for that, Dick. Well, Any it, good striker would settle for that, wouldn't he, mate? Yeah. <laughs> and and as a striker, what was the best goal you saw? Oh, I saw that, mate. Probably one of the Lazy goals, was it? Uh, <laughs> Stickers, goals. Trying to think, mate. Trying to think. Uh, Mikey Davis, mate. Great penalty for St. Dennis. Oh, come Mikey on. You Pennell. can't, you can't no. count no, a no. penalty. <laughs> no, I can't count that, mate. I, I am a penalty connoisseur, Dick. So it was a good strike, mate. You, no did one he hammer was saving it? that one. Did he hammer it? Hammer yeah, it? he did, mate. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. Top, top, top sort of corner, mate. Yeah, like good strike for Mikey. Oh, Never in thought, doubt, mate. Yeah, I would have thought Mikey Never would have been mate. a man who would place it more than hammer it. Um, it well, well it, say hammer, Diggs. It, it was sort of a side-footed smash, really, mate. <laughs> a side, you know, a side-footed <laughs> smash, right. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was it was it's a bit of an Harry Kane job, I'd say, mate. You know, like Kane takes his mate. You know, he sort of hits them with his sort of side foot. He almost sort of curls. He almost foot. curls the ball. Yeah, doesn't he, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. Yeah, one of them to the keeper's right. It was, mate. Yeah, I don't know if Mikey's been studying uh, Harry's penalties, mate, but it was a beauty. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think, mate. The sticker goals. Uh, one of them was a cross that went in. Blazing's goals, mate. I mean, Cloakey was a bit fortunate on his goals. Well, t- talk us through the Joe Cooper goal. He doesn't score many, does he? No, Coops was a yay. I mean, he's the man for the big occasion, Coops, didn't he? Yeah. Scored a header in the senior cup final. Winner. He obviously likes Easter, Easter, doesn't he? He must like Easter. He does, mate. Yeah. Yeah, he's the opposite to me, Dee. Coops actually likes playing at Easter. But no, it's a good one, mate. Good ball in. Quality. The corner, mate. Um, yeah, just had her make four posts. Had her got up like he does, mate. Probably Ed's goal, mate, was good, mate. He took it well. Good finish. Good finish, mate, really. And yeah, I don't know, mate. Even Alfie Flax thinks, you know, it was sort of 2 1 to sticker, mate. And St. Dennis pushed everyone up, mate. Last sort of corner of the game. And um, sort of, um, Sticker cleared it, mate, and Alfie was up on the halfway line on his own and just oh, ran through. Yeah, ran through and scored. That was quite a good goal as well um, to watch. But um, yeah, no, I wouldn't say there was a goal of the season contender in their dicks, although there was, you know, quite a quite a few nice little goals. But yeah, I'd say Ed as a striker, mate. I thought Ed took his well, mate. Obviously, just come off the bench and yeah, was probably a bit cold, mate, and got slipped through and. Yeah, he just sort of, you know, sort of right-hand side of the area, mate, just shot across the keeper into the far corner, mate. Caressed it, mate. Mm-hmm. Caressed it into the far corner. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, from a striker's point of view, I'll go for Ed, Steve. Right. Go for Ed. And, and whilst we're talking about goals <laughs> and goal scorers as well, all, all the ones you would expect to have scored over the Easter games did. Charlie Young had two down there in that uh, 4-0 win for Wendron at Mullion. Uh, Dan Jennings scored up at uh, the 6-1 victory over doubles and then again on Easter Monday, the one goal of the game. Uh, well, in fact, he, he scored the, the winning goal and he ended up in goal, didn't he, down there at Penzance? Yeah, yeah mate, yeah. Yeah, good way to go, mate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Eventful afternoon for him, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. You had Jaffa Rowe scored hat-trick uh, in their win at yeah. Bobmin, Luke Cloak, as you saw on uh, on that Good Friday morning, a, a brace there against yep. in Ulster. So all the goal scorers coming good at the right, you know, important time of the season by the looks of things. Yeah, that's true. Diggs chasing that golden boot, mate. They all want it, Diggs, don't they? They all want it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not many players did score the winner and keep a clean sheet, did they, in a game? <laughs> no, that's, right. that's right. I don't know what happened. Um, obviously, Sam Borthwick was the, the starting goalkeeper yeah. for this squad, got injured. I'm assuming Matt Outram, or Outram, how do you pronounce it? Outram? Yeah, Outram, isn't it, mate? Outram. Yeah. So Matt Outram, yeah. presumably he got injured as well. Dan Jennings, third... Um, third man to put the gloves on down there at Penley Park. So uh, I, don't know, I don't know how long he had uh, left in the game when he went in goal or whether he made any saves, but um, but it was, well, the result, the score at the time was tight, wasn't it? So uh, he, Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah. 
I wonder if DJ went into Audrey after the game, mate, you know, after his goal bonus and said, <laughs> you know, I want a clean sheet bonus as well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't see that one coming when they let him go in goal, did they? So... No. No, mate. <laughs> right. Now, the, I suppose the question is, is he going to be in goal on Saturday against Dennis? <laughs> Yeah, my, my betting is he'll want to play up front in that one, Dee. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's very yeah. true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Hey, Dee, so what did you think of Mullion's lights, mate, in the very flash? Good. Thursday night? Very good. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, as I yeah. said to Phil, they were, I thought they were very good. Um, I, I thought that the week before when I watched their, their first evening yeah. game um, on Facebook. I thought, you know, they looked pretty bright then. And yeah, excellent. In fact, it was a good night for football at Mullion because it there was it was a well it was a good night for playing football. Put it that way. There's no wind. It stayed dry. Um, it was one of those um, preferable weather trips down to Mullion. I mean, we've all been there yeah. when it's been a little bit blowy and and um, damp, haven't we? So uh, yeah. it was a good night for football. Must admit. So it was Good Sounds Friday, good, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, thinking about it. Yeah, it was actually deeps, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good. Yeah, it was a good day for football. I, I'm I'm really pleased for for uh, Mully and 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 Butix, aren't you? We yeah. we got to see both their lights, didn't we? Over uh, well, you two two days in a row, Dix, didn't you? You saw two lights. Uh, History being made. Well, sort of. That's right. Mate. Yeah. 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 Good to see, mate. Isn't it? Clubs improving their facilities. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. That's right. So uh, now there's, what, five games on Saturday. Uh, but the game, I suppose, that it's been, well, put back a week. It, the game, we, we want to know what's going to happen. St. Blasey against Sticker now on Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I can, um, you know, call, call me a, call me a you know, you know, well, I'm stating the obvious here, Deeks, I think, and I, I can see Blasey getting their point, mate, can you, in that game? <laughs> I would be immensely surprised if they don't get a point against Sticker. In fact, yeah. I'd be immensely exactly. surprised if, he, if they don't get three points against Sticker. But yeah. you never know, do yeah. you? You can't... Uh... No, you don't. You don't, Deeks. Can't, can't, can't your chickens, mate, can you? No. Can't your chickens. No, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. True. Yep, so that's a 7.30 kickoff there at Blaze Park on Wednesday. Um, they left it late this week um, before deciding that the pitch wasn't playable for the intended match against Sticker, didn't they? Yeah, I think they wanted to play it, Diggs, didn't they? I think they wanted to get it sort of done and dusted, mate, didn't they? But I think you just bang your head against a brick wall on Wednesday, mate, wouldn't you? With that, it was... It was absolutely horrendous, mate, on it, sort of from dinner time onwards, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. I'd, one of those days where if it had been on, I would have gone to watch it, obviously, because, you know, St. Blasey, uh, one assumes picking up the or getting the points to, to become champions. But I wasn't that disappointed yeah. when it was actually called off because it was <laughs> blowing a gale, wasn't it? It was still threatening of, yeah. of rain. So I, I was quite pleased that it was off, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people would agree with you on that one, Dick. No fun winning the league in that weather, mate, was it? No, would it be? no. Well, I don't know. The players would have uh, enjoyed it, no doubt. But uh, probably saved the pitch as well, I, I guess, from 
Yeah, that's right. After so many games, uh, wouldn't do it any harm not to have had a match on it. So, uh, so True. there we go. That's uh, well, tr- trophy picking up is delayed uh, for St. Blasey. I think delayed yeah. rather than uh, than um, stopped. Um, it's got to be them who, who win the league, surely. Would they be deserved champions? Got to say, after yes, tw- after 28... Yeah. How many games is it? 30, 30 games, isn't it? They've got to be deserved 30. champions, haven't they, if they finish top? Yeah, definitely, Dick. Yeah, yeah. Well, well done on your prediction again, mate. Well done. Two years in a row, mate. You've, uh, <laughs> you've got it spot on. No, I think it's a blazy... Yeah, you got to say, Deeks. So, yeah, you know, congratulations to Wendron, mate, on a, on another unbelievable season, Deeks, as well, isn't it? You know, the job Mikey's done there with, you know, probably if you look sort of budget three wise Deeks and stuff like that, mate. It, it they just continue to amaze your Deeks, don't they? Really, mm-hmm. Wendron as a club, and um, and I do feel sorry for Liscord, you know, and Waverish Deeks because you know they did get their top four spot. On merit, didn't they? You know, a lot of hard work gone into, well, and and sort of financed as well. Really, Dick's gone into getting those top four spots, mate. And as a and as a shame, you know, they've not got an exciting season to look forward to, isn't it? Really, for those guys. So, I do feel a little bit sorry for for all, all the other three. T- you know, obviously, Blazy are going to get their deserved promotion, Dick's, but I do feel you know sort of sorry for the other three guys that you know won't be able to, but. But, you know, I'm sure they'll um, sort of go again, Deeks is the phrase, isn't it, for next season, mate? I'm sure they'll all be, you know, sort of champing at the bit to, to win it, won't they, mate? Next season with Blazy out of it, mate. Yeah. Uh, one one is sad, the right word, not really, but I can't think of another word at the moment. But one sad thought is that, obviously, no uh, Good Friday, Boxing Day, um, Derby games between St Austin and St Blasey for uh, at least a season. Mind mm-hmm. you... They've experienced that before, haven't they? In the Southwest Peninsula League, there was a season or two probably when they yeah, were in the same true. division, wasn't there? So it's not the end of the world, yeah. I guess. No, no, mate. I'm sure. Um, I don't know, mate. Would you say maybe maybe Nuki's an hostel, mate? Maybe that Restormal Derby? Because yeah. Nuki ain't got a Derby now either, mate. Have they with Godolphin? That's true. Sort of going. Yeah. So they could pair them up, mate. I mean, Phil will know better than me, mate, wouldn't he? But, you know, I think that restormal door, but, you know, it's an Austin Nuki, two, two famous old club sticks, isn't it? But be a good one, I yeah. think, for Easter. Yeah. Boxing Day. Yeah. yeah. OK, well, let's leave the uh, peninsula there for the moment and uh, move on to the uh, St. Piran League. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Just go to your favourite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. And also, if you want to listen back to any previous podcasts of Cornish Soccer, they are all available at anchor.fm slash Cornish Soccer. Thank you. Yeah, let's uh, start off with the um, the East Division Superior League, and that, that's still ongoing at the moment. So Ashborough, top of the table with um, 57 points, played 22. Paul Paro came back um, after a defeat the, the week before. They came back and... Uh, Won 2-0 at Gunnis Lake uh, on Saturday, so that's a good result for them. Keeps them in second place for the moment. But um, it's St Dominic who are the the, the team threatening Saldashbur doing, uh, uh, well, winning the league for the second successive season. Uh, they're on 19 games, 47 points. So they've got a, well, chances are that Saldashbur, if they win their two remaining matches, St Dominic have 
well, they can't do it. So, um, they've got, what, five games left and, um, you know, they've got to hope that Sodash Burris slip up. Uh, so Dominic almost slipped up themselves. They won narrowly, won 3-2 at Altenon on Good Friday. The two Kirins getting the goals. Kieran Real got two and Kieran Prescott got the other one. Um, Altenon actually didn't have that good at Easter because they lost, like I said, they're at home to Dominic Good Friday and they lost again on Easter Monday, 4-3 at Sodash United. So no, not such a, a good weekend for them. Um, ben Walters, Rappo, a name that we know very well. Yeah was amongst yeah. the goals. Um, he scored a hat-trick in Sodash United's 8-1 win against Lanson on Saturday. And then he popped up again on Easter Monday and uh, scored in that 4-3 victory uh, of the Ashes at home to Altenon. So that's good to see. And unfortunately, yeah. though, the old League Cup semi-final um, was uh, a victim of the weather this week. Uh, that was due to be played mm-hmm. on Tuesday. And um, it was postponed to Luggan against St Dominic at Sticker, I think it was, wasn't it? Um, yeah. it must... You know the weather's bad, Deeks, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Off. It must have been bad <laughs> if that game didn't get played yeah. at Sticker. Um, I'm, yeah. hearing, I'm hearing now it could well be rearranged to Saturday the 22nd of April at Sticker again uh, or St Austell, but that's not definite, but that's what I've uh, heard on the grapevine. So um, that game put back yeah. for a couple of weeks. Coming up, Fixtures wise, the games of importance. Saturday, Sodash Burra, it's their turn this Saturday to go to Altenun. That could be an interesting uh, outcome. If uh, Sodash Burra slip up, then we need to be looking at the result uh, between St Dominic and St Morgan. They play each other on Saturday. And then it's cup football again on Tuesday for St Dominic. Uh, this time the game, the venue is at Dob Walls. It's in the Cornwall Intermediate Cup. It's another semi-final and they take on Foxhall. So um, busy time for St Dominic, both in the league and the cup. Um, and uh, well, six pointers all round, if you know what I mean. What about in the West, Rapper? What's been happening in the Superior League West? I think it's a bit more settled and decided almost in that division, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is, Deeks. I think, mate, I mean, the big story, I think, Deeks, was Toro winning 3-1 at Wendron, mate. Won it on Good Friday. Um, Finley Harrison with two. And Phil Lowry, Lowry, mate, the experienced Phil, mate. Um, scoring the goals, mate, and then and then to be honest, Deeks, they're, they're ground share mates, Deeks, pair them well. I've um, done them a massive favour, yeah. uh, beating St. Dave 3 2 on Saturday, Deeks, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, virtually, well, virtually ending the Saints sort of title challenge in the process, Deeks, wasn't it? Um, Keaton Cooper, Jack Gray, and sub Alex Hayho, mate, causing the, the damage there, mate, for St. Dave, and and uh, a bit of a weird one, Dick. So also on Friday, mate. Did you see? I mean, obviously, well done to Penryn for fulfilling their fixtures. But obviously, a lugging a lugging away is not a fixture you want, mate. When you're struggling, is it? But um, but uh, it was ten nil, mate, at Oxford Park to a lugging, and and uh, four substitutes, Dick, scored in that game. Four <laughs> substitutes. Yeah, don't don't see that too often, mate. Do you? No. In fact, there was a load of players scored, wasn't there, in that game? Yeah, yeah, it was actually, mate, wasn't there? I think it was something like, 
was it eight different scorers, Dick? Was it yeah, something like that? That's right. Know. Yeah, Anton Oliver yeah. was the only one to, that you scored two, wasn't it? So all, that's right. All the others right, won mate. eight. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that one's virtually done and dusted, Dick, isn't it? For Troy now, mate. You know, they well looking at the table here, it takes two games to get. I mean, yeah, you, you got to say, Dick is going to be. A, Go on, think, say it. Go on, say it. Go on. Yeah, you don't like to, do you? Don't attempt fake oh, for anyone. Come on, come on. You know, we yeah, we can do need... so. We, we doesn't. Yeah, that's what we can. Yeah. But they only need a point, don't they, Deeks? Really, don't they? I think from two games, is it now? Yeah. Well, One they point. only need a point. That is providing that uh, Mosul win all their games. They have got three games left, Mosul. Yeah. Um, they exactly. don't, yeah, they don't play Saturday, but they do play Tuesday uh, against Port Eleven. But by then, it'll be too late. Yeah, I think you're right, Deeks. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. I think Troy will be looking to to win the league, Deeks, but Tregoy, mate, on Saturday at home to Redruth United, mate, aren't they? So yeah, you would you would fancy him to do that, mate, when you complete the job Saturday. Yes, without a doubt. Yeah, we'll save our congratulations for next week when it's done, mate. Right. So we don't. Don't want to congratulate John too early, mate, do we? No, that's well, no, <laughs> no. That that would be assuming too much to congratulate. Yeah. Before they yeah. get the the point, but um, if they don't get it Saturday, they need to be shot. There you go. Yeah, I think so. To be fair though, mate, Redruth United have picked up quite a bit this season. They're they're a decent little side now, mate. They've had some good results if you. If you look back through their fixtures, mate, I, I like Redruth United as a club, Deeks. I, I think they've come through a, a bit of adversity, Deeks, as well, didn't they? You know, a couple of seasons ago with every, you know, sort of all that vandalism they had at the ground and they've done a lovely little job there at Collider, Deeks, I think. But but you're talking Trora City here, Deeks, aren't you? You know, and the might of Trora City, Deeks, albeit in the reserve side, mate, you know, they're, they're a good bunch of young players with some cracking experienced players chucked in digs, and they and you you can't see them not getting at least a point on Saturday, mate, can you? No, that's right. They, they, yeah. They um they haven't lost for quite a while, have they? In fact the the last no. time they lost, they got the points anyway, I think, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, mate. They did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's seventeen nil helped them lately, didn't it, mate, as well with the goal difference yeah. side of things. But yeah. But they deserve it. They've done a, like you, like you said, mate. I mean, they've been to Mosul, didn't they? And they won one nil at Mosul. You know, recently they won three nil at Bournemouth, mate. And yeah, they have, they have had some cracking results, really, mate. You know, they won two one at Alugan. So you got to say that you know that they'll be worthy champions, Deeks, when they beat them day three two a while back, didn't they? So mm-hmm. Boxing Day was that one, mate. And they they've done like say Deeks, they just done they. They got into that great habit of of winning, Dick, something. Yeah. Or not losing. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've only yeah. lost. They've only lost two games all season, haven't they? So. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's pretty good. pretty good going. That's right. So. Uh, so by this time next week, uh, Truro City Reserves could well be could well be champions of the Superior League East uh, West. Sorry, we uh, might have to wait a little bit longer for the East, but. Um, but it's all, it's that business end of the season now, Rapper, isn't yeah. it? Where all the leagues have been yeah. decided. Um, what about the women's game? Do you know much about what's happening in the women's game? I'll save you the answering that question by yeah, um, by just uh, giving out the information that much. we have from Gary Hawking. Yeah. Not as much as I should, Diggs, but I do enjoy listening to it every week, mate. 
Well, there was only one women's fixture scheduled on Easter Sunday, and that was postponed when, for the second week in a row, St Austell failed to fulfil the fixture. Whatever lies behind these postponements, it's very disappointing to see their season end in this manner. This week is busy, though, in both league and cup competitions. In the South West Regional Divisional Cup, Soldash United travelled to Gloucestershire on Sunday for a quarter-final tie with Frampton Rangers. Ludgevan host Dropship in the Cornwall Women's Supplementary League Cup. Then on Wednesday evening, Penryn welcomed Mousel to Kernock Road in their first-round tie in the same competition. In the Cornwall Women's League, Helston could secure the Division 1 Championship on Sunday as they welcomed Saltash Borough to Callaway Park. Elsewhere in Division 1, Mousel travelled to Bodmin whilst Codros host Foxhall in a doubleheader with a home fixture kicking off at 2pm and the away fixture immediately afterwards. In Division 2, a win for St Agnes at Callington on Sunday will see them crowned champions. In Sunday's other Division 2 fixtures, Penryn are at home to Wendron, Redruth host Padstow and Charlestown travel to Wade Bridge. There's also a Wednesday evening Division 2 game next week with Redruth welcoming Ludgevan. Liscard are also at home on Sunday with a Southwest Regional Premier Division game against Torquay United. And finally, we finish with who we started. St Austell have a home fixture on Sunday in the Women's National League, welcoming Larkhall to Poter Park. And the club has confirmed that the game is all set to play. Yeah, thanks to Gary Hocking there for um, uh, sending in the information each week. Um, yeah, I've had it um, confirmed to me from AFC Sinostal Ladies that they are all set and ready to go for their um, their home game against Larkhall on Sunday. So let's hope that goes ahead. They've uh, they've had a few problems the last couple of games by sounds of it. So let's hope that that game gets uh, on at Polter. In the meantime, East Cornwall Premier League. Um, well, we're awaiting Foxhall to, to catch up with everyone, aren't we, really? Although they did drop some points last Thursday. It wasn't actually that good a weekend for them. They dropped points uh, against St. Blaise Reserves. A game that was switched from Blaise Park to Foxhall. That ended up nil-nil. North Petherwin won on Saturday, um, probably as expected against Liscard, but they were 3-0 up and then uh, it ended 3-2. So they didn't have it all their own way. And then on Sunday, Foxhole were in action again. This time it was in the uh, the uh, Clive Rosevere Insurance League Cup uh, run by the East Corner Premier League. The last time, of course, that it will be held um, with the restructuring that's going on in the summer. They were in action at Blaze Park against Tor Point, Tor Point 121. Um, and uh, so good reason to hear from the uh, triumphant Tor Point manager. Was that a sneeze, Rappo? Sorry, Michelle, I was trying try to hold it in, mate, so much until you finished, mate. And it was getting painful, and it just popped out. Oh, well. <laughs> sorry, uh, mate, I nearly did it. I nearly managed it. Mate. No, but sorry. That, that's actually quite, quite apt that it was painful because... Just wait and find out. Just wait and find out who the uh, the name of uh, the scorer of the tournament's second goal. But here's Callum Bays, another happy man on this week's podcast. Callum, uh, yeah, an understatement, probably Deeks. Uh, yeah, delighted. An understatement. Um, the fact that it was your second year running 
of being in the final and winning it. Uh, did it seem as good this time around? Um, I'm not sure. Completely different circumstances. I think last time we probably were the favourites. But 11 months on, I think we were the underdogs on Sunday and that probably gave us a little bit more of a challenge. But uh, we believed, believed in ourselves and ultimately did enough on the day. Hmm. How many of last year's side were in this year's side or squad? Um, there's been a bit of a transition. That's, that's, the goalkeepers from Sunday was unused last year. Two defenders the same. Another one would have played, but he's selfishly on holiday. <laughs> um I'd say eight, seven or eight, maybe. Oh, right. Some, quite a lot of new lads this year. Yeah. Well, half-time, you went in 2-0 up. Was that a slightly fortunate or what? Um, maybe. Um, I don't think there was many clear-cut chances in the first half. Boldy had one that rattled the woodwork. Um, one, one of ours was a pen and the other one, I think, was a mistake. And ultimately, on the day, I don't think we made any mistakes hmm. and that's probably what done them I, th- I think there was nerves for both teams but our our second goal was a, a big error at the backs and we uh, got lucky with it I guess yeah and the first one a penalty I don't think too many arguments that it uh, wasn't a penalty was there it was miles away from my dugout but even with my glasses on I'd like to I'd like it was an easy decision yeah and uh, the man in the middle was well better placed than I was and he didn't really hesitate did he no that's right and, um, well, he put it away nice as well, didn't he? Who was that? Jamie Hussey, wasn't it, that scored the penalty? Yeah, and he missed two in a game recently. So oh, no. <laughs> I'm, sure he, uh, I'm sure he was nervous. But you had all the confidence in him taking this one, though. Yeah, I did. I knew that once he stepped up to take it, I thought he's going to back. I think he's mature enough to say if he wasn't going to, he'd give it to somebody else. Right. And he actually ch- he changed the way he went this time, Ooh. so it, and it went in. Right, and uh, well, the second goal who's that? Josh Payne, wasn't it? Got that one. Yeah, that was uh, the back pass, and he just chased it, didn't give up on it. So half time, two 0 up. What was the sort of half time message to the players? Was it just keep it going? All the cliches you can imagine, basically. Uh, I didn't actually say much for the first couple of minutes. I don't usually say much for a couple of minutes. I let the lads iron it out, any differences they have between themselves. And the first couple of minutes was one of the 16-year-olds leading halftime. Oh, and, right. and that was a huge uh, moment for me to see that, which was good for him. And they covered all the bases. And after that was just maintaining the levels, really. Yeah. Um, we knew they were going to ch- chuck the kitchen sink at us. They had to. They had no other choice. Um, and we basically just soaked it up. I don't think we were great in possession all game. I don't think we were great going forward in the second half either. But we we had enough uh, solid performances through the spine to, uh, to squash most of it. Yeah. And... Uh... Who was it? Zach Pierce at the back, wasn't it? Who um, I think rose to the occasion um, come the second half. It, nothing got past him, really, did it? Yeah, he's incredible. He loves to head the ball. He's probably lost a few IQ points over his time. But yeah, he, that's the best he's played for us all season. Yeah. But what did you think, though, when you, you actually seemed fairly in control at the back? There, But what did you think when, when eventually Foxhall did score? I didn't worry too much. I try not to panic because I always think, well, if I'm panicking, they'll see it or hear it, <laughs> and it all like it's contagious. I do try and stay calm, 
and it was quite late, but we talked about at half time. I said it, they might score. Like that is a, a a reality that they might score. Just don't crumble because they've got to score two or three to win. Yeah. Like if they get one, don't crumble. Keep doing what we're doing and 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 soak it up. And luckily we did. You know, after they did score, I I don't think you were under any immense sort of pressure really we're the back line I think they coped you know admirably yeah I've got enough ugly defenders that don't mind heading the ball and that's mostly what they had to do and the, the two lads at centre half are quite good physically as well they're not slow they're strong they like heading the ball they like putting their body where it matters and ultimately that's what those two needed to do and they did do it yeah well great stuff um, the celebrations how did it seem this year compared to last year it's you know uh, having won it two successive seasons, were the celebrations as good this time around? Uh, different, because it's a different group. Um, the, the celebrations at St. Blasey was amicable. Lots of the players of both teams were mixing, which is good. Yeah, I'd, I'd consider Foxhole a, a huge rival, but I wouldn't call it... that. There's no animosity there, which is good. Um, back at the club, I don't really remember much, if I'm honest. <laughs> and why would that be? Oh, we got the mini, we got a mini bus back. So by the time we got back, I was well on my way. <laughs> right. right. And was there anyone in particular, part well, that you can remember? You know, who who was the player that celebrated the best? Oh, I don't know. Probably Byron's girlfriend, to be fair. <laughs> She always demands we get out of the karaoke box. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 surely not. So, you got to do it. Well, will you do it all again on the, what is it, the 30th of April when you play Pendine in the Evely Cup final? Will you celebrate the same that night if you win? I hope so. Uh, Paul Flevin's quite nice. I've not been there as a football club. But I have been to the harbour, so hopefully we'll have a little expensive pub crawl after and then celebrate again. Have you ever seen the pitch? I've only seen photos of it. Right. Well, it's a, quite a big pitch. So is that going to be good or bad for you guys? I think it'll be good. The mill's not exactly small. Uh, the Blazy's not small where we were on Sunday. There's quite a few decent big pitches in our league. So, And with our home pitch being the mill, we should be used to it. Yeah. And I have to say, actually, that the, the pitch on Sunday there played very well, didn't it? Yeah, I don't know what condition it was in um, for the Senior Cup, but it's hammered it down today, so hopefully it recovers yeah. for, for, their, for their own home games. Yeah. So, the the way that fixtures fall uh, quite often, um, it is funny though, isn't it? You played Foxhall in the final on Sunday. Um, who's your next game? Uh, we've got a game tomorrow, actually, against Liscard, but looking outside my window, it, I'm not sure if it'll be on. Right. Um, but we've got Liscard tomorrow night at the Mill. And then I know what you're alluding to is on Saturday we've got Foxhole. Yeah, that's what's that down their place, isn't it? That's at theirs, yeah, and they've still got to come up to the mill as well. Oh blimey! So yeah, of course Foxhole probably got to play everyone <laughs> almost yeah, know, still in the league, haven't they? So uh, they've got six months of their season to play. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, so what's the attitude going to be like going into Saturday's game? Then do you think? I don't know. It'd be probably. I think if I was Seth, it would, he's probably in the better position because they are going to be gunning for us. <laughs> I, I, I would because they'll be hurt, and I get that. So we've just got to repeat it. But that's so much easier said than done. Yeah. To to, to repeat that level of performance and commitment. So hopefully we can tomorrow and Saturday. 
Now, last season, obviously, he won the league and the cup, didn't you? So it's not going to be the same this season, is it? Your chances of winning the league are out now, aren't they? They've gone. Not mathematically, but I think beginning of April last year, we were fourth. Oh, right. So, and we won it late. So, But I'm not... The, the, the year has changed. I think it's foxholes to lose. So the pressure's on them. But people aren't talking about North Pethelwyn either. They've been in in first place for two or three months at least with Foxhole constantly playing catch-up. So it is Foxholes to lose, but they've got to win them. Mm. And they've got to keep everyone fit. Like that schedule for this level of football is 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 ridiculous. And what about North Pethelwyn? As you said, you know, no one's really mentioned them much. Um, why is that? I don't know. I don't know. They've clearly picked up enough points because they're top. Yeah. They're a sol- they're a solid side that they're stable most importantly like a lot of their spine of their team's been there for years. Um their captain Reeves been there for at least 7 8 years and they won the Dutchy Prem last year so they're used to it. So I think it's just the amount of goals that Foxhall scored and the, they've got the fact they've got the best defense as well mm. is why they will eventually win it. That's my, where my money is but everyone's been talking about them for months when they're not quite there yet. No, that's right. As you say, uh, games might catch up um, with them, uh, uh, with their running. But uh, for the moment, though, Callum, you can celebrate, you can enjoy, well, for sure, the rest of the week before you play play football again. Um, And, uh, well, well done. Thanks, Deeks. Thanks to Callum there, obviously. um, Well, a a good win for them on Sunday. We were both there, Rappu, weren't we? You were there, I was there. And... uh, a fair result, do you think? Yeah, I do, Deeks, over the 90 minutes, mate. I, yeah, I had the, like I said, mate, I had the brother-in-law down from Scotland. You know, he, he takes me to Celtic Park, mate, so I thought I'd take him to Blaze Park, Deeks. <laughs> Almost yeah. the same. Um, Almost the same. Exactly. Both both green, Deeks, aren't they? Both green. Yeah, very <laughs> true. That's right. No, no, yeah, I agree, Deeks. I, I, I thought to a point, mate, you know, congrats to, to Callum, mate. I thought, I thought to a point we're a good young team. Um, I thought their number five, Dick Zach Pierce, was was absolutely outstanding. Dick, so you know, don't like giving defenders man of the match, really. But but you couldn't not make, could you? No. You couldn't not, Dick. And you know, he got his head, his foot, his body, you know, to do everything there. Second half, mate, when Foxhole were sort of throwing the kitchen sink at it, mate. I thought I thought Lee Ricks was superb for Foxhole as well, mate. You know, the two yeah. the two number fives, mate. One they excellent players, mate. One they, I mean, obviously we know. We know Lee, mate, you know, Rick's is a great player. But, yeah, well done to Zach, mate. And, yeah, I think, yeah, probably fair, Deeks, you know, result on the day, mate. You know, I think 12 points first half performance probably won it for him, Deeks, didn't it? And, you know, congrats congrats to Callum and his lads, mate. And, you know, if I think Fox will have to go on and win the league instead, Deeks, wouldn't they? And, you know, 12 point great club, mate. Good to see a third team winning a trophy, really, Deeks, isn't it? So, yeah. shows the strength in depth. Depth of a club, I think, Dix, doesn't it? Yeah, that really? that's right. And uh, not not for the first time, is it? Because it was a repeat of last oh. season. Uh, last season, they won 3-0. This <laughs> season, they won 2-1 against the same opposition. 
and they play each other again on Saturday as well. So, so yeah, uh, I wonder if that some um, six foot fox will be there on Saturday, Diggs, that was yeah, walking around. Yes, that's <laughs> right. He's probably gone underground for the moment, but um, yeah, 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 that's true. You don't often see a six foot fox with a point in his hand, mate. Do you? Watching football. No, six foot perhaps, but not the point. But uh, no, that's right, mate. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Good game, mate. Good final, Dix, wasn't it? Good final. Yeah, good final. In fact, I have to say, I probably enjoyed that final more than I did the, the day after the, the uh, Cornwall Senior Cup final, to be honest. Um, um, oh, did you, mate? Yeah, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Finals sometimes can be disappointing, can't they? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the trouble with fight. Well, I, I, I know... I've, yeah, speaking from personal experience, that I've probably lost as many as I won. But yeah, I, th- I think sometimes Steve, you you play the occasion, don't you, rather than the just the game, mate, don't you itself? And I know I used to feel like ill, you know, on a senior on a Easter Monday, like so nervous, mate. And you know, a couple of times I was I was sick, even like in the mornings and stuff. So you. until you actually, get, yeah, shocking, shocking, Dick. I know every player is the same, but. I don't know if, you know, because I was a striker, I put pressure on myself to score or whatever. I, I don't know, mate, but I always used to feel, you know, it wasn't a nice feeling until you got together with the lads, mate, you know, and have your sort of warm-up or, or whatever, mate. You know, I used to feel pretty pretty ill on the way to the game and all. But, but yeah, I think you just got to play it as another game, Deeks, and try and forget there's a cup on the end of it, haven't you, really? Yeah. It's difficult, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that was what Josh Story said, wasn't it, about the, the Senior Cup final, that it's just another game. I was surprised yeah. when he said yeah. that, but I suppose if, if you have that mentality... Um, yeah, you know, you, you don't get worked up. You don't get any, well, no more nerves no. than normal. And uh, you just take it as it comes, don't you? So, um, yeah, great attitude to have, mate. That's probably why Josh is 21 and a captain, mate, isn't it, really? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, so that's East Corn Premier League. Now, obviously, that was on Easter Sunday. Um, and the winners of that, competition play the winners of the Cornwall Combination League Cup competition and who was that rapper? Yes mate yeah well you know it's, it's our old friend mate Sean at Pendine Rovers mate Sean Sweeney dig so you know got a you know I enjoy your, your, your interviews with Sean mate and well we've got another one to look forward to dig something and and I'm glad Pendine won it, something, mate. You know, because they're they're another club that's improved their sort of clubhouse this season. Thinks and they worked hard. You know, new changing rooms, new clubhouse, and 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 they're an ambitious club, mate. That sort of want to go up into St. Pyrrhon League, Dicks, aren't they? So, yeah, de- delighted for Pendine, mate. To have, uh, well, I'll let you speak to Sean, mate. I don't want to ruin it for everyone, mate. You know, let 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 Sean explain how they got on, mate. Shall we? Right here he is. Now, on Sunday, of course, we had the uh, Cornwall Combination League Cup final down there at Wendron. Pendine Rovers, winners on the day, 3-0 against Helston Athletic Thirds. So, uh, we've got Sean Sweeney back on, manager of Rovers, and by the sounds of it, just getting over the uh, the day. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm just recovering, Get, getting a bit older. <laughs> the hangovers don't just go like the next day. So, <laughs> so I guess you celebrated it then, Sean. Yeah, we did. We obviously went to Helston, had a beer, and then went to Penzance to finish off a night. So that was rubbing yeah. it in a bit, wasn't it? Going to Helston. Well, it was the only place we could stop the big bus. So 
that's our excuse. <laughs> right. So it's a special day by the sounds of it. Uh, uh, you had a coach, uh, how many seater, how many fans went, support, supporters? Um, yeah, we had a 50-seater. Um, so the players went on with the supporters. I think we had about five seats left, not that we didn't fill. So, um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, obviously, the first time we've ever won the Combination Cup as well. So it was pretty special, really, to be fair. Um, and like having Dave Trezise there, who's the president who's been there for, I don't know how long he's been there, 50, 60 years. Yeah, it was pretty good. Have you reached the final before or not? Um, I think they did in 2011 and lost on penalties to Perrinwell. Ooh, right. Apparently. Right. Not the best way to go down, but, um, but forget that one because it was all about Sunday and... Um, all the goals in the second half. Yeah, um, to be fair, um, first half, Helston, they, they controlled the game more than us. Um, we didn't really come out of second gear, so um, they had a lot of... They didn't really have many opportunities. They had a couple and that was it, really. But we had a couple as well. We caught them on the break a couple of times. But second half, we made a, a substitution... Um, changed the formation a little bit and we kind of just went at them really on the on the break as well because they like to play football um, and we sort of caught them on the break twice and then yeah we caught them on the break actually three times actually yeah we did but <laughs> we, we just sort of contr- we started controlling the game really um, second half they, they didn't really threaten us I think they had one shot or something like that so it wasn't yeah, and we we once with that first goal went in. We knew that we were going to control it then. Uh, who got your goals then? Um, Daniel had two, and Justin Nichols. Were they good goals? Yeah, yeah, they were two, two, two good goals. And Justin Nichols came on. He's usually the captain, but you started with a different back line, and um, he's got the winning goal. We put him up top as well. Oh, <laughs> he usually right. sent it back. <laughs> And conditions, uh, I, I saw the presentation on, on Twitter or somewhere, I think, and it looked a little bit breezy there. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. Um, it was a bit unexpected as well because we got there and they'd knocked down the dugouts. Oh. So <laughs> we had to sit outside in the dugouts. Well, what do you mean they knocked down the d- dugouts? There was like just concrete we had to sit on. Oh. That's rather unusual, but I yeah. um, thought they might have waited till the season had finished. But um, yeah, so did, so did we. A few people come up to us and like said, "Look, sorry about it, but we didn't realise they were doing this work." So <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's never that warm at Wondering. It's a lovely no. surface, but not the weather isn't always very kind. No, yeah. So um, yeah, we were we weren't expecting that, but the rain held out until the 90th minute so which is quite good right. okay. but the wind was strong yeah and I guess you didn't care about the rain come the end because you'd won the cup hadn't you so uh, you've... yeah it's just brilliant like we, I just couldn't believe it really it's like my second year and obviously losing the supplementary cup last year um, to win the combination cup this year It like we got a few players in obviously this year earlier this year the start of the season and you know, we had a squad this time, so we knew we had a chance. So it was really good. It's nice to have a big squad and 
like for the lads like Glenn to come back he came back like this year and stuff like this he didn't win anything with Pendine like the combination cup or anything he was in the final so it was good for them to win it and stuff as well it's nice to win a cup of Pendine we won one in quite a while I think for the combo and and by the sounds of it, everything off the pitch down there at Pendine is going pretty well at the moment. So it's actually nice to get something going on the pitch as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, our seconds as well picked up their league trophy on Saturday as well. And then we won the cup on Sunday. So, you know, it's pretty good. It's good achievement for the club. And it's nice to see it going forward. That's all we want to do, really, to push up, try to get into St. Perrins and push forward, really. Yeah, now you, you mentioned the Superior League. Um, are you, well, are you hopeful to be in it next season or what? Yeah, hopefully. That's the ambition. We've got, we know we've got to finish in top five or something like that. And we've got five games left. So we've got a couple of games in hand over the teams above us. So fingers crossed um, we can get there. It's uh, it's all getting rather tight at the top of the combination table, isn't it? Um, yeah, very. Yeah. Um, it, I think you probably have left it too late, haven't you, to, to win it? Yeah, yeah. We made too many silly mistakes at Christmas time and drew, to, drew some silly games, which we should have won. And then we lost a couple as well, like to Mornin and... We obviously lost to St. Just, we lost to St. Ives, and we, yeah, so. So who's your money on to win the league now then? I did see St. Just running. They've got Praise, St. Ives and Helston all in a row. (laughs) Oh, right. So So you're hoping it's not going to be them then? (laughs) Yeah, well, Mornan are there um, and they've scored a lot of goals, uh, but yeah. It is hard to look past St. Justin Helston. Yeah, Helston, uh, well, they got the games in hand, haven't they? But, yeah. um, but they, they, the fact they've lost the, the cup final might just uh, not work in their favour a little bit. The players might be down a little bit. So who knows what's going to happen. But um, what we do know, though, Sean, is that you've won the League Cup this season. When's the Evely Cup game against Tor Point arranged for? Do you know? Mm-hmm. The 30th of April, I think, at um, Port 11, apparently. Oh, right. Well, that'd be okay, wouldn't it? That's what I've been told. Right. Okay, well, thanks for coming on. Um, who was the the, the best uh, sort of um, celebrator from the uh, pending team? I'm not sure celebrator is a word, but anyway, you know what I mean. Who, who's, who enjoyed it the most after the game? Um... I'll probably say Matty Roberts. He he's the one that was running around cuddling everyone straight away. <laughs> and then after that, on the night out, it's got to be Jack Ralph. Um, he just wouldn't leave the cup go. He was cuddling it everywhere. He wouldn't <laughs> let anyone else hold it. Um, I had to I had to actually take it off him on the bus before we go into Penzance and say, look, we're going to take Matt's going to take it home. The secretary. And he was like, no, no, no. I was like, you are not taking it out. I was like, not a chance. No, he'd probably be eating his kebab out of it or something. So I was just like, no, no, no. Wise move, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a wise move. Well done on that one, Sean. Um, <laughs> and well done on winning the cup. And thanks for coming on yeah, the podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah, appreciate it. Yep. Uh, 
there's Sean, obviously happy after that uh, combination league cup final. Um, I got visions of the kebab in the cup wrapper. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, is it? It seems to be a theme, doesn't it, these days with the youngsters? Deeks going to go out and uh, soak up all that alcohol, mate, with a, with a kebab at the end of the night. I wouldn't want to be the one cleaning out the chilli sauce sticks out of the cup, would you? No. <laughs> be no. stinking, mate, wouldn't it? Stinking. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I wonder if Sean had to take it off him, mate. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a good move, actually. Well done, Sean, on that one. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, well done to Sean. I mean, superb result in a cup final, that digs, isn't it? 3-0 oh, yeah. against a good side, isn't it, mate? You know, in an historic day. I didn't know Pendine hadn't won it, really, Diggs, did you? I would have thought they would have won it with some of the teams they've had over the years, but I didn't know that was their first combo cup win, Diggs. Yeah. You know, when... Yeah, we've played against some really good pending teams over the years, Deeks. I'm going to be back in the day, mate, aren't we? Yeah, although, although I think you need to realise that um, they were probably latecomers into the uh, Cornwall Combination League, yeah. really. Just obviously have been in it, well, yeah. forever, haven't they? So, um, but not, not so pending. So um, that's certainly... Yeah, good. Yeah, certainly something... And it was a... Yeah, it was a tough league as well. In these ways, it was a tough old cup to win, wasn't it? I suppose back in the day, mate. Yeah, well, I'm not saying it's not now, but um, no, nah, delighted for sure, mate. And the, and the long-serving Dave Diggs, you know what a service to the club. Yeah, for him, mate. You know, like yeah, and nice pitch at Underlane, mate. Nice, nice pitch to do it on, despite the lack of dugouts, mate, on the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure what all that's about, but. <laughs> no. uh... Perhaps, perhaps Pete forgot there was a cup final there, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> Took them down early. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a nice gesture, Diggs, to go back to Alston Clubhouse, mate, wasn't it, from the Pendine well, lads? I, 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 did they? Well, I don't know that they went back to the clubhouse, did they? Oh, I don't know. I, I thought I thought Sean said they went back to the Alston Club. Oh, oh did... was it just Alston and Jen? Yeah, I might have misheard that, Diggs. I don't want to say that. But I thought that's what sport's all about, really, mate, isn't it? You know, it, if that's what happened, mate, two two good teams, you know, after a final having a drink together and stuff, that that would have been a nice touch if that happened, mate. But hmm. and I think I think Pendine, mate, they, I know they've refurbished their clubhouse digs, but they're going to have to get a trophy cabinet in there as well, <laughs> aren't they? That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, both, well, both their teams have won a cup, digs, don't they? This that's, season. That's true. Yeah, but it's not just the yeah. first team; it's reserves as well that have won silverware, isn't it? Exactly. So, so yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, for, yeah, for, forward thinking, one would hope that they have got a trophy cabinet there, but um, uh, yeah. if they haven't, they're going to have to move very quickly and get one. So, yeah. yeah, trip up to IKEA, quick smart digs, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, well done to Pendy. Now, they played to a point in the yeah. Evely Cup final. Yeah. That is on April the 30th, the same day, Rapper, as the Cornwall Junior Cup yeah. final. Oh, no, it's not digs, is it? Mm. Oh. What a shame. What a shame. That was my thought. Can they stagger the kickoff, Pete? Can we have a, a feast of football, do you think, Diggs, on the 30th? Uh, could the Cornwall FA sort that, mate? Could they sort that? Well. A feast of football? Yeah, yeah. It, it's a shame, is it, that, that it's yeah. on the same day, two finals and Evely Cup final. We've both won it, haven't we? So we we know what. Yeah, that's yeah. A, it, it's a unique sort of competition in a way, isn't it? Because yeah. you're playing aside a from a um, from another league, um, and it's well, it's always the east against the west, isn't it? So it's it's a 
a sort of a big rivalry, um, unofficial yeah. rivalry, really, isn't it? But uh, yeah. yeah, you want to sort of prove your league's the best, Deeks, don't you? Yeah, really? that's right. So, so yeah. yeah, that game is on uh, April thirtieth, and unfortunately. At the moment, at least, it's on the same day as the Cornwall Junior Cup final. So uh, people will have Shame. to choose on it, Rapper, which game they go to. So Yeah, looks like it takes, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, Pendine, that's where they had that big victory in the semi-final Gallipart, mate, on it? So I think John will be happy as there, mate, will he? Yeah, the final. that's true. And yeah. we heard from Callum, he was suggesting that big pitch would suit them as well because obviously it's a big true. pitch at all point. So, yeah. uh, so Everyone's happy. Yeah, I reckon they will be, Dix. But you could day out for the tour point, lads, mate, isn't it? Yeah. You know, a trip to well, quite a long trip, but it'd be worth it when they see Gala Port, mate, on a on a nice sunny day, Dix. Hopefully, wouldn't it? It'd yeah. be worth it for That's us. That's right. Yeah. It will be. Okay. Anyway, a few weeks to um, um, look forward to that one. Um, yeah. Either of those clubs are they in with a shout of? Uh, Players or managers being in our end of season awards list could well be Ooh. if you nominate them, uh, yeah. get it in before the end of the month. In the meantime, Rappo, wrap up. Not a lot of games like that takes around. Um, uh, well, we'll obviously start with a combo, mate. We just spoke about the final, so no need to sort of talk about that anymore, mate. I mean, for anyone that wasn't listening, it was obviously pending three. Um, Houston thirds nil. Danny Earl, mate, with a brace, and sub Justin Nichols, mate, giving uh, giving Rovers the trophy, mate. So, so well done, the Pendine. Uh, league wise, Deeks Morland went to the top of the table. I mean, the league has changed and so many times, Deeks, isn't it? And the top of the combo mm-hmm. lately, you know, almost every week there's a new leader, isn't there? So but um, but it's Mornan's turn to go to the top deeks. They, they had a, a 4-1 win at Resurgent. Um that man Adam Keenan again deeks with another two mm-hmm. um, been banging him in all season Adam mate and the experienced and talented Luke Wartick still notching and sub Peter Cortis mate with the with the goals that took Mornan to the top mate um, and there was just a supplementary cup where St Agnes Reserves had a, a nice 4-1 home win over Port Levin Reserves. Deeks, uh, ben Mark 2, Dan Kim and Ollie Keveran, mate. And uh, and also, mate, St Day also picked up a, a 2-0 supplementary cup win. Uh, 2-0 over Hale Reserves, mate. Matt Wysocki. And Jack van der Sloos, Deeks, with uh, two, two internationals, Deeks. I was going to say, they bring it in ringers. Are they from overseas, <laughs> yeah. from Europe? That's right, mate. Yeah, Matt Wysocki and Jack van der Sloos. Actually, mate, those two lads have been around Cornish football quite a long time, actually, Yeah, Deeks. they have, to be fair. Yeah, yeah that's right. We're only joking, yeah, We're only joking. Yeah, yeah, that's right, mate, yeah. For anyone who don't know, mate, we're only joking, aren't we, mate? Yeah. But... Um, yeah, yeah, so uh, um, there's a few games, Deeks, uh, to, well, to look forward to, mate. You know, you know, just check the fixtures, basically. Deeks, difficult to pick one. I mean, there is a good, I don't know, mate, couple of games, Deeks, maybe Tuesday and Wednesday, mate. Tuesday, we've got Resurgent against Pendine on Tuesday, Deeks. Could have a bearing. And on Wednesday, Houston against Morland, Deeks, on Wednesday at Callaway Park. So those are a couple of... Games probably worth a watch, Dix, if anyone's about in the yeah. combo, Dix. 
last year, top six games, but uh, or or you know one one top six and pending going well. Um, I'll, I'll start off with the Dutch Premier League. So obviously I watched the game on uh, Saturday, like I already said, mate, with with Mister Malcolm Code, mate. Good company as always. Sat in the stand. Uh, we watched Bobman seconds lose a home 2-1 to, to leaders Safegate Seniors Deeks. And as we said earlier, mate, it was a good day for them, really. Um, they won 2-1 uh, with goals from Thomas Hancock and Jacob Hobson. And they heard the news, mate, the second place Bottercastle drew 4 all at bottom of the table, lost with Hill. Um, with the host scoring through Orbenic Webster, mate, with a brace. Um, a Benny Brace, you could call it, Diggs, didn't you? <laughs> um, Eliza Jarrett and Nathan Cummings, mate. Um, so well done, Lost Withiel, mate. Bottom of the league, drawing 4 all with second place, Boscastle. And then even more good news for Southgate Diggs, third place, Dobbles Reserves, lost at home to the informed Poles F, mate, 2 1. <laughs> um, yeah, a Caden Crow consolation was no consolation, Diggs, as it turned out. How, how, come, how come Paul Zeth have suddenly started winning these games then? Yeah, I'm not sure, Diggs, really, mate. I don't know. 6 0 the week know. before, they beat Mavagizzi, yeah. and then 2 1 last Saturday. So I know two, yeah, two excellent results. I did think that myself, Dick, actually, without being, you know, too rude, mate. I don't know if they've got a couple of players available, mate, or I, I mean that there's there's no lineup announcement for for this week yet, mate. Nah. So um yeah, not sure mate. Not sure Dick, Still but... next to bottom though, so Yeah, exactly mate. Yeah. Yeah, they still sort of yeah. Yeah, they probably need the points to be fair, Dick, don't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but there was a, it was, wasn't the only four all digs this weekend, mate. There's another one. What? Um, yeah, another one, mate. And that was at Mevergizzi digs. Um, they drew four all at home to St. Merrin. Um, Mevergizzi scores, mate. Scott Daly digs as usual. Yeah. Um, Dan Peters, mate. Dan Peters with a goal, mate. Um, Rory Dixon and Brandon Chapman, mate, for, for Mever, mate. If you look at the table, Deeks, knowing you, you probably got it in front of you, mate. But but fourth place, St Brewer, mate. They're probably they're still in the Antiques, would you say, mate? You yeah, know, more yeah. so than yeah, yeah, more so than the second and third place teams, really, mate. St St Brewer, obviously, you know, getting over their Junior Cup semi final defeat, disappointment, mate. They they've uh, they've got back on the wagon, so to speak, Deeks, and they and they they're still in the up, mate, with games in hand. Um, Jamie Kay and a player I really rate, Dicks, Reese Lovelace, mate. Um gave him a two one win over Goran Dicks. So they still got a chance, Dicks, aren't they? St. Brewer, mate. Yeah, you know, your tip, mate, for to do well in the junior cup, mate. They fill him with a chance of the league, Dicks. And they've Dicks. got to play Southgate, yeah. Exactly, mate. Exactly. So that'll be a that'll be a right old six pointer that one, mate, won't it? Mm. Really? But um, I was quite impressed with Safegate Diggs, but but I'd say they're beatable, mate. You know, for having watched the two teams, mate, St. Brewer, oh, although yeah. they lost three 0 Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to gauge sometimes, Diggs, isn't it? But but I thought I was quite impressed with St. Brewer 
I think you was Dix as well in defeat mate weren't you against Farmers yeah. DC yeah I thought they were a decent side and, and Spacegate obviously a decent side mate you know the league table don't lie but you know not unbeatable I would have said mate Bob in seconds you know almost got something so that'll be an interesting end to the you know not not over I don't think mate mm-hmm. not over but um, but yeah to complete the fixtures Diggs Lifton beats Salt Ash thirds by the same 2-1 scoreline, mate. And Lanivet won 2-0 uh, at home to St. Dominic Reserves, mate. Leighton Carhart um, played a bit of Southwestern League yeah. football around the game sticks, yeah. And and an own goal, mate, for uh, clinching the points there, mate, for Lanivet. Um, Division 1, mate, good day for the leaders. Penn Silver there, Deeks, without kicking a ball, mate. <laughs> um yeah, closest sort of possible challenges, Foxhall Reserves, mate. Uh, lost 3-2 at second place Calstock, mate, after after leading 2-1 at half-time as well. So, uh, Jaffa Rowe, Diggs, that man Jaffa Rowe, his two goals proved worthless, Diggs, for the Foxes. Um, in that one, mate, as goals by Calstock, Kieran Sanders, a Ben Williams penalty and sub Toby Chapman digs um, put a big dent in the Foxes' title hopes. I would have thought, mate, wouldn't you? Yeah. With that result, possibly, but not. That's not over, obviously. But a bit of a dent there, mate. North Petherwin reserves digs. Got to say, dig. What a what a setup, digs. What a setup. You know, con- congratulations to anyone at North Petherwin, mate. Uh, what a surface there, mate. I think the only surface I've, se- I've seen better in any league throughout the county all season, digs, but it's probably at Ale. You know, Jurassic Park, which was, you could have had your dinner off of that one. But, <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, not that I would have wanted to, mate. But, um, but yeah, North Pellowin Diggs, you know, congratulations to all the volunteers there, mate. I mean, what what a great job, mate. What a, what a lovely little setup, Diggs. What a lovely setup, mate. I tell but, you what, um, there's some travelling in this yeah. division, isn't there, required? Because yeah. I think I commented yeah. to you that North Pellowin. It's actually right up there on the border, isn't it, of uh, between yeah. Cornwall and Devon. So that that's uh, a long way up anyway. And then you've got Gerrins and St Mauls in this division. you yeah. got uh, Boss Castle, Pensilva. Yeah, clubs from all over yeah. eastern half of the county, but the extremes yeah. of the eastern eastern half of the county. So amazing. You know, it'd be interesting to know... How many miles some of them travel during a season, but um, good luck to them and well done. Yeah, 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 totally echo that. Dig, yeah, yeah, you go from like you can go from Pensilver and Calstock to Holy Well and Cuba, it digs, couldn't yeah, you? That's and, yeah, like you say, Gunners Lakes and there, you know, because Holy Well and Cuba, they've had they've played a couple games at Parham Porth, haven't they, this season? Uh, yeah, they have actually, dig, yeah. Yeah, you're right, mate. So that's even further down. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Right. yeah, good commitment to the lads in Division One, mate, isn't it? Big yeah, commitment. That's right. Well done to them, mate. Well done to them. So, good league to win. Good league to win, mate. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, North Petherwin Reserve Stinks. Um, they had a great three-nil home win. Sorry, Diggs, away win actually at Bo- at Boss Castle Reserves, mate. Um, Madeline Boss sticks with a brace. Madeline Boss. Who? Um, Madeline Boss, mate. It's three words. Oh. Madeline Boss. So right. yeah, I'm um, 
Yeah, I'm not sure he's a local North Padawan lad, mate, born and bred, to be fair. But, um, but he's called a brace anyway. Yeah. So they've, got, they've got him from, Yeah, he's a good player, mate. Yeah. They've got him from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and sub Adam Bartlett, mate, with the other. Um, and there was 10 goals, mate, at Halworth, a port thick, where, where House Gerrans and St. Moore's Rush, St. Clear, 7-3. Oh, thanks. Me, me lovely wife just bought me in a cup of tea. Oh, Bless her. How kind of her. Yeah. yeah. She could obviously hear me throat struggling through the door, mate, could she? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 10 goals to set our friends G&S, mate, as we like to call Well, I like to call it G&S, mate. Um, they thrashed St. Clear 7-3, mate. Um, and obviously, you can see all those goal sticks, can't you, on um, Garens and St. Moore's excellent highlights show that they do, mate. And um, and anyone who likes a bit of good music, mate, like me, Diggs, likes a few old school bangers, mate, to, to boot Diggs. Old school <laughs> bangers, right. Okay. <laughs> old school bangers, mate, yeah. If anyone likes a bit of Ibiza tunes, mate, I'm, a, I'm still a 55 year old uh, Ibiza tune lover, Diggs. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, I'll grow up one day, I'll grow up one day. Diggs, grow yeah. up one day. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, kind of the music you like, I suppose, mate. But but no, a Jason uh, a Jason Busby second half hat trick, Diggs. There, easy for me to say. Mm. Um, Jamie Bilkey, Hayden Cools, Alex Pierce, and Jack Cools, mate, with the with the magnificent seven there, mate, for for GNS, mate. Poor so old, well poor old Harvey course. He didn't score. No, no. It, well, he's a lost course. It was, mate. <laughs> for, for... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. hey, that was pretty good. See, we hadn't rehearsed it. I like that. So. Uh, thanks, mate. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's probably the quickest I've been for a while. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I noticed that. Things like you say, mate, Hayden and uh, Jack scored, mate, and Harvey didn't, did he? Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they made him get the Chinese in the calls they sold, mate, on Saturday night. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's probably goal, yeah, goalkeeper, it. I expect, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> We'll probably get an email saying he's a goalie, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Andy will send us an email. But uh, and in Division Two, Deeks, uh, you know, not many fixtures around, like we said. But but there was a well, there was a bottom two six pointer Deeks. Um, we, you know, I like the other end of the table for once. Where where bottom team Indian Queens Deeks, they they won two one at next to bottom Castle Loyal, mate. Uh, Corey Gray. And Callum Hennessy, mate, with the goals, with the goals there, mate. Um, so well done to the Queens, mate. In the in the only other game, mate, uh, in the division, Week St Mary, mate, they they battered Strugglers North Hill, eight uh, one. Deeks, um, that's a nice little ground as well, Deeks. Um, Week St Mary, I have seen that one before, Deeks. But I, I did pop in that one as well, mate, after North Feathering the other day, just to have a little look and. Lovely picturesque ground, mate, for anyone that's not been, excuse me, Dicks, to Week St. Mary. Um, lo- you know, lovely, lovely little ground to watch a game of football, Dicks. You know, you're, you're sort of elevated, you know, and you can look down onto the pitch, Dicks. So, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, good spot, mate. If I know it's a bit of a way up, mate, for, for where we live, mate, but anyone up that way, mate, or going up that way, yeah, have a look in there, mate. Any ground offer would enjoy that ground, I'm sure, Dicks, with the backdrop to it. Lovely. 
But yeah, they they um they thrashed North Hill eight one Deeks. It was and it was a personal triumph, mate. Um for striker Max Hopper, mate, who scored five goals uh in that game, mate, along with Theo Caddy and two subs, mate, Keith Salton and Maxim Gorsha, mate. Maxim Gorsha. We got quite a few sort of foreign sounding goal scores this week, Deeks, don't we? In the are they home for Easter, Dick? These lads? <laughs> I don't know. No idea. No idea. Um, I just thought I'd pick one game out, Dick, at the weekend to save, you know, going through everything. I mean, best game of the weekend for me, Dick's in the Dutchy League, mate. Could be the Premier League game, mate, where Lanivit hosts St. Merrin, Dick's, possibly. Um, I think you might see a few goals there, mate, from, from two two free scoring teams Diggs I think mm-hmm. Lan so yeah yeah yeah. I don't know I don't know mate I could be wrong Diggs but that, that sort of did jump out a little bit that one Diggs but and, um, and Trelawney Prem Diggs hardly any league games mate we had 11 Percy Stevens cup ties mate a couple of other cups but not not too much in the way of league stuff mate I mean I think you were at a, a Trelawney Premier League game Diggs weren't you at the weekend yes did I, I see yeah last Saturday yeah. I actually went down to thinking in the morning it was going to be a a tough yeah. or and a crucial top of the table clash, Troon against West Cornwall. But then I found out at half time that actually Troon had been awarded some points in the morning for I think yeah. it was Campbell and Score Mines, um not having uh, everyone signed on as such or whatever. So they got the points for that game. So they actually were already champions. So um Yeah. Which was just as well because they lost on the day to West Cornwall. So, uh... <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've, I've put that myself. They said yeah, just, just a one league game, mate. Despite Troon's uh, nil to own defeat to West Cornwall, they were crown Premier Division champions. Dicks, mm. uh, like you said, Dicks, um, Morgan Watson, Neil Curra with the goals, mate, for West Cornwall. A little bit of consolation for their. Well, their Junior Cup semi-final defeat, Diggs, I suppose. A little bit of consolation for me old mate Ash. Ash Kemp, mate, manager. But uh, but result of the day, though, Diggs, um, well, it's got to be in the Premier League um, or the Premier Division, I should say, mate. Dunn Cup, um, where rock bottom Stithians, Diggs, they, they won 3-2 at high-flying Ludgeman. Did you see that, Diggs? <laughs> right. That's... Yeah. So that's yeah. the, what was that in the Dun Cup you said? Yeah, Dun Cup. So mate. That's it a was straight a... straight knockout that one, obviously, isn't it? So uh, they, yeah, 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 that's right, mate. Each cup still got their divisional cup along with all the Percy Stephen groups, mate, haven't they? Yeah, that's Each right. Division, yeah, yeah, and this one's the sort of Premier League Cup, mate. The the Dun Cup, uh, leftover from the old mining league days, I think that one digs the Dun Cup. Yeah, and um. Yeah, great result for Stidians, mate, who were actually bottom of the table. And obviously Ludgeford, mate, I flying, I think the third digs, aren't they, at the minute? Um, but Stidians went there, mate, to the fair field and, and won 3-2, mate. Um, Michael Moskow, mate, with two. And Howard Vage uh, with the other one, mate. So congrats to Stidians, mate. Although, you know, difficult season for them league-wise, mate. they got a cup final to look forward to, mate, haven't they? Yeah. So, and um, we mentioned yeah. Liam Bray uh, last week, yeah. was it? Or the week before, we mentioned yeah, him on the podcast. Um, he's the goalkeeper for Stidians, you told told us 
didn't you? Yeah, yeah, totally, mate. Yeah, goalie now, mate, these days, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. and also obviously enjoying his football because I, I see he was one of the assistant referees at uh, Mosul's game on Easter Monday against uh, Clevedon, I think it was they played. So, oh, yeah, a man of oh, many talents. He is, mate, yeah. Oh, good to see. Good to see Liam doing well in the officiating. It's good to see Deeks, isn't it? I wish more players would do it, mate. You know, lads, I, you know, I saw Dan Bennett's the other week, mate, at Holman's. You know, I, do you remember I mentioned mm. Dan Deeks when yeah. I watched him? Yeah. I mean, Dan was excellent, mate, I thought, you know, in Holman's 4-0 went over Paramount, mate, in, in the cup, mate. And, and like you say, mate, Liam as well, mate, good to see sort of ex-players getting involved with, with the whistle and all, Deeks, isn't it? It can only be good, I think, for the game, Deeks, don't yeah. you, can it? Yeah, and, and Max Davies, uh, St. Ives, he's... Yeah. Uh, uh, where yeah. was he assistant referee? Was yeah, he? Yeah, I was going to say a senior cup final, wasn't it? So uh, yeah, yeah, all Max's name. Yeah, yeah. So brilliant, yeah, good striker for St Ives. Deeks. Yeah, well, you watch Max a few times over the seasons, mm. Deeks. Don't you score a few goals? Yeah, yeah, for St Ives. So yeah, yeah, brilliant to see that, Deeks, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. To see May that. there be more. Let's hope there's more expos. Yeah. Pick up the whistle. Yeah, yeah, let's go that. Definitely, Deeks, yeah. Definitely, mate, yeah. Great to see. Great to see. Um, yeah, Division 1, Deeks. Um, it was, the only game was in the Division 1 League Cup, mate, where, well, champions, new in, Titans, mate, they're, they're, uh, they're obviously after a double, Deeks, aren't they, after winning the league, mate, they they thrash Constantine 9-0, mate. Um, um, yeah, a bit of a bit of a fashion, mate. And in Division Two and Division Three, there was no league fixtures at all, Deeks, to talk about, mate, last week. Um, but there were a couple in Division Four, mate, where St Just Reserves pipped Helston Raiders, mate, five four in a top three clash. Um, would imagine that would have been a good game, Deeks, to watch. Um, yeah. Stephen Smith with two, mate. Joe McMullen. Jan May and sub Martin Grenfell, mate. Um, and champions Pendine Rovers, mate. We, we, we spoke about them earlier, mate. Uh, they've already won a cup, more won the league. Uh, they rounded off their season in style at Borlase Park, mate, beating Ruin Minor 6 0. Good, good weekend for the club, actually, Deeks, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joe Gordon, mate, with another two. Leon Dixon, Toby Angwin. Corey Angwin, mate, couple of Angwins there, mate. And um and the experienced substitute Darren Stedman, mate. Do you remember Darren Stedman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Darren's still playing and scoring, mate. So good for good for Daz, mate. Six nil, mate, pending. So well done to them. You know, congrats on the title and and that was it, Deeks, really. I mean, there's just the purse well, there were let's say just, mate, there was eleven actually Percy Stevens cut ties over the well, the last week or so, really, mate. Um Division One, Falmouth United, mate, they they were impressive in winning five nil at Premier League Foxhole, mate. That that result caught the eye, I thought, Deeks. Um, along with Division 3 Lanner, mate, they, they beat Division 1 runners-up Newland Non-Athletico, 4-3, mate, at the Tony Rowe Memorial Field. Uh, Division 4 Praise Reserves, they beat Division 1 opposition, mate, St. Day 3rd, 3-0. Um, Kieran Metters, Jack Mankey and Jack James, mate, for the praise reserves. Division one Penzance reserves, mate. They won five nil at Division Three Mount Ambrose, mate. I think 
Mr. Steve Massey was at that game, Dix, wasn't he? Yes, I for a game. He, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So there was uh, some, um, some, well, some famous Cornish footballing people watching a Division One Trelawney game. Mate, Coy Baxter, Dix, uh, two, Tyler Dayus, um, Kieran Snowden, and sub Sam Payne, mate. Uh, for the for the Magpies there, Deeks. All Division Two clash, mate, which was a good one. And I did actually predict, mate, the winners by two goals on Twitter in the morning, mate. Um, it was some Irish reserves, Deeks, uh, at home at the Saltings, mate, at home to Holmans. And it ended, mate, with the Green Machine winning 3 1. <laughs> why why, why are you predicting that on Twitter then? Uh, well, um, well, I've got a little soft spot for almonds, if I'm if I'm honest, Dick. So, um, and um, Scott Thomas, mate, um, I think Scott uh, put something on there, mate, or the almond. Well, Scott actually ended up being man of the match in this one, mate. But but uh, big centre half, mate, good player, great bloke, mate, Scott. He, I think he put something on there, mate. And I said I, I predict um, I predict almonds to win this by two because I've actually watched these two teams this season. So I just said I predict Dolmans to win by two clear goals and a bit of a fluke really, Deeks. You know, they won three one mate. <laughs> <laughs> for once, mate. I did a you, mate. I did a you, mate. <laughs> well, not quite you. You got six spot on, didn't you, the other week? But um but yeah, but um yeah, man of the match, mate, Scott Thomas, mate, big centre half scored. Liam Phillips, um, he's been scoring regularly, mate, and and Ross Williams, mate, for Holman's uh, in that one, uh, Division Three champs, mate. Uh, they had the biggest scoreline uh, of the day, mate. And we're obviously talking about a drop ship, mate. Uh, also in the uh, got a junior cup final to look forward to, Diggs, aren't they? They're mm. they're warming up nicely, mate. Um, winning nine one at Mullion, Re- well Division Four Mullion Reserves, mate. Liam Chin three, Tyler Prescott two, sub Pete Norfolk two, Diggs. Good old Pete. Finley Thompson and Coral Ferris, mate, with dropship goals there. Um, Division 1 Chasewater, mate, they lost at home to Division 2 St. Erm. Thierry Murley, Dick, scoring a hat-trick for the Saints. Mm-hmm. Thierry Murley. Um, Premier Division 3 Milestone, Deeks, they made light work of Division 3 Lizard Argyll, 4-0 at Mopus Park. Long trip home, mate, isn't it, for Argyll. Yeah. Um, not the only Oracle to lose 4-0 lately, Deeks, I must add. Yeah, James Davies, mate. Good old J-Mo, mate. Cracking player, mate. Remember, remember James, mate, from, from Kararik, mate. James Davies, great player. Uh, Dom Sidwell, penalty. Matt Toms and Will Perry, mate, with a goal apiece for the Stones. Nearly there, Deeks, Division 3, St. Kevin, mate. They're, they're an impressive team, mate, Division 3, St. Kevin. Deeks, they, they had a superb... 1-1 draw, mate, at Premier Division Redruth United divert, uh, Reserves, mate, thanks to a Stephen Jury goal, mate. Stephen Jury. Jukebox, mate, to his mates. Jukebox. <laughs> There's <laughs> quite a few people who won't know what the heck you're talking about when you said that. They won't, mate. No, that was the old Spurs striker, wasn't it, mate? Jury played for Spurs, one of your... Strikers, one of you, mate. Oh, jury, yeah. Jury. Gordon, Scottish, Gordon, yeah. jury. Yeah. Gordon, that's yeah. it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Stephen Jury got us St. Kevin's goal. Dick's uh, it's twentieth of the season, no less. Dick's well done, no less. 
Yeah, I remember seeing Stephen's name quite a bit, so I checked his uh, goal tally, and that was his 20th, mate. So, nice uh, nice target to reach. A Luggan, mate, Premier League, a Luggan Reserves, they won 3 0 at Cheverton Deeks against Division 3 St Agnes Thirds. Um, another goal scorer extraordinaire, Deeks. Ashley Smith mm-hmm. uh, scored a couple. Yeah, had a brace, actually, mate. And and Lee Chambers, mate. And to complete the fixtures, Deeks, there was a Wednesday night game. I've managed to fit in, mate, because it was such a good one, mate, because Division 3 St Ives Mariners pulled off a brilliant 2-2 draw at Premier League Ludsman, Deeks. Mm-hmm. So... Lodgeman not had a great uh, not had a great sort of few days in the cups really mate have they? No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but um but congrats to St. Ives Mariners, Diggs. That was a that was a great draw, wasn't it? Division three they're in, mate. Two two at Premier League Ludgeman, mate. And and once again, Diggs, I just thought I'd I'd pick the one game out in the Brem oh, sorry, mate, in the in the Trelawney League that I thought might be a good one, Diggs. Don't know if you agree, mate. Um, Division one runners up, Diggs. Newland non Atletico play the possible Premier League runners up, Diggs. West Cornwall, who you watched last week, obviously. Uh, they play at the Penzance Leisure Centre, Diggs. They're at uh, St. Clair, mate, in Penzance for anyone who want to go and watch that one. Could, could be a good one, I feel, Diggs. Um, mm. You know, Division one runners up against the Premier League runners up, Diggs. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, could be a decent game, Deeks, and unless you can see one better there, mate. Um, no, I'll you know, leave it, leave it to your expert well, knowledge of the Trelawney <laughs> League. Um, thank you, thanks, mate. Got to ask you this question regarding the Percy Stevens Cup. It's coming for a little bit of criticism with it being a group stage first. Yeah. Um, a few teams have not bothered playing, which no, no matter what you know, difference in levels, whether you're a Premier Division side playing at Division 4, you should still play the game, shouldn't you? Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm 50-50, Diggs. Um, oh. I do agree. With, no, I do agree with you, mate. I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you because I do agree. Yeah, I think you should. And I think as a player, Diggs, you, you want to you test yourself, don't you, against better opposition? Yeah. You know, if I, yeah. I mean, if I was a Trelawney Division Three player, I, I'd want to play against a Trelawney Premier player, wouldn't you, mate? Mm-hmm. Just to see... I'd want to do that personally, mate, but that's me and you. But but I think, I don't know if Dave, mate, you know, brilliant for what he's done and all, mate, to keep the prolong the season with the cup competition. Um, but I can see the club's point of view, Deeks, from the fact that, that most of them are like five team groups, mate, and it's only the winner of each group going through to the quarterfinals. All right. Um, so perhaps it should have been the top two. So you had a... That's exactly, yeah. exactly what I was going to say, Biggs. Yeah. I don't know if Dave might have learned so I know, I know it's all going to be restructured like end of the season, Diggs, isn't it? So it's probably by the by now, Diggs, isn't it? By the by. But but yeah, exactly what you just said, mate. I, maybe in hindsight, Dave might have gone for the top two, mate, and have a last 16 knockout, maybe, yeah. rather than... Well, yeah. I don't. I don't know who made the decision. Um, presumably, it's not just Dave. It's a committee-based no. or club-based vote or whatever. But um, yeah, perhaps yeah. someone should have suggested that at, at the outset um, to have had two going yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, right. good, good right. point. Fair enough. Right. Yeah, I just think if a team digs, if he, if you lose your first two games, 
that's it, isn't it, mate? Your interest has probably gone a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, well, but, it know, is, but yeah. but you should still play it, though, for the, yeah. for the integrity yeah. of the league and yeah. respect of other teams and players. You should still play it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that's the bottom line, really, Diggs, isn't it? I, and I agree with you, mate, yeah. I do agree with you. What's... But I think maybe... The top two might have been a better. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, now, now, here's a question for you. What's the biggest yeah. defeat you've ever suffered when you were playing? I know that one, Deeks. I know that. I'm not even sure, Deeks. I'm not even sure if it was playing for you, mate. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, mate. But oh. I, I think, mate, I think I might have... Well, I was going to say helped you out, but I was obviously no help at all, mate. No. Um, it might have been, it might have been after you gone, Dix. But I, um, I remember Mike asking me, mate. Aggie was short, mate, for a combo game, and Alston were league champions, Dix. <laughs> and Aggie and Alston away. Do you, do you remember, Dix? Was it when you Alston away? And, no. Yeah, uh, the last game of the season, mate. Boiling hot day. Alston had already won the league, mate, and I think we went down. With Aggie, mate, a Barry Levin with me. I think someone else in the South Western League played as well, mate, um, at the time. What was the result? But we we lost 8 0, mate. 8 0. Got brashed. 8 0. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know. You might have gone, mate. I might, I might be doing you a disservice. <laughs> what season do you reckon that was? What season? Oh, mate. Um, oh, you I have to say. You have to find out and let me know. Yeah, yeah, I will do. I could probably find it, mate. I'm curious. For, I'm curious. What, right. Yeah. I ju- yeah, I just remember having a, a, a well, hardly touching the ball, mate, having a bit of a nightmare. And <laughs> I think I think Eddie, mate, Eddie Dunn. Do you remember Eddie, mate? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think he kicked. I think the only time I touched a ball and went past someone, Eddie brought me down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I even had a shot, things. We was losing about 6-0 at the time, and I got up. And I sort of went to frame up to Eddie, mate, because he, he just kicked me legs out from under me. And I turned around just obviously totally well pissed off. The Higgs boy now getting me biggest hammering I've ever had in football. Me and Mike up front, mate, hardly touched the ball. And uh, I turned around to sort of frame up to Eddie and Eddie just stood there and we just looked at each other and ended up laughing. <laughs> just said, yeah. I just said, I said, I said oh, don't worry about it. Like, I mean, we just ended up laughing and sort of had a, had a I'll go think, mate, like, you know, and carried on. Yeah, yeah, so it was quite funny, really. Yeah, but I can remember it visit, vivid, well, vividly. They eight nil, eight right. nil at Alston. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hammering, hammering. Shall, what about you, Dick? I shall have to dig, dig deeper. Well, I I can always remember losing fourteen six to fourteen six. Yeah, but this is when I was playing under sixteen football and. and uh, for Liscard, and um, I, I'm not sure whether it's the, the school side or Liscard um, town side, but yeah. we lost 14-6 against a side from Devon somewhere. I can't remember where they were from. They were they they sort of got in touch with us and wanted to come down and play, um, and so obviously we 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 put them up as hosts should do. But they yeah 14-6. I don't think it. We were never in with a chance, put it that way. Uh, although 14-6, you think, oh, well, could have gone either way perhaps. But uh, that's the highest scoring game I've certainly been in. Um, yeah, good. And, and again, well, I might have forgotten 
other games, but you, you quickly forget those sort of games, don't you? So yeah, yeah. It's not often Dixie scores six goals at home and lose, is it? <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. So, <laughs> oh well, yeah. that's football, as kidding. they say. Yeah, that's it, Dixie. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. Well, it's funny what you remember, Deeks, isn't it? Funny what you. Remember. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't remember the the, the name of the opposition, so uh, probably yeah. probably wiped it off my memory. Uh, you know. <laughs> From the Southern League to the Trelawney, we've got you covered. That that's football. Lots of goals around the place this weekend, and no doubt there will be lots of goals coming up over so much football, isn't there, Rapper at the moment? So. Um, if anyone's yeah. in doubt, keep an eye on on the league uh, websites. You know the the FA full time site has all the information, uh, kickoff times, and and all that sort of thing. So uh, so just check it out if in doubt. Definitely, Dick. Sorry, Dick. You're just having, having your cup of tea, tea, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was having it. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you again, mate. No. <laughs> so the big question is, where are you going this Saturday? Yeah, what is it? It was a toss-up, Diggs, because, well, I'm off, mate. I'm not back at work till Sunday night, so, you know, no excuse, mate. But Ben's, um, Ben's at the Sultans, Diggs, down the, down the lovely St. Ives, mate, which which sort of appealed, mate, didn't it? You know, a, yeah. a bit of lunch down St. Ives. But, but I've, got a, I've gone for a sticker of the new key, Diggs, because um, Jack's playing against one of his best mates, Snapesy, mate. So, <laughs> right. So yeah, so I, I'm going to watch the Snape TV Rappo game at Burngalo, mate, which would be quite funny to see them play against each could other. It, mate, could so. it get a bit? Could it get a bit nasty or not? What between them two, Dicks? Yeah. yeah. No, I can't imagine that. <laughs> I'd be very surprised, mate. I'd, yeah, I can't imagine either of them. I don't think they got a many nasty bones in their body, mate. Those two, especially against each other, I think. I think they're out playing golf at the moment, mate. Lucky oh, buggers, right. mate. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I noticed on the Instagram digs before we come on. I think they're out somewhere playing golf. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a tough one, digs. But I think I think Rach and the mother-in-law's going. To, I think Rach and Vera are going to Sinai's to watch Ben, mate. And I'm going to Sticker to watch Jack, mate. So yeah. sharing it around this right. weekend. Yeah, that's very good. Of yeah, you. very good. Yeah, seriously. Very diplomatic <laughs> as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, whilst you're at um, Sticker, um, I'm going to be yeah. at, um, for my first visit there this season, Trugai, I think. And uh, oh, yeah. hopefully see it. Well, I don't, I'm not sure whether probably the trophy won't be there, but at least I will see a, a league title being won. Yeah, yeah, can understand that, Deeks. You know, being an ex-Troll City man, like you said, well, played most of your career at Troll City, Deeks, didn't you? Two thirds of it, uh, probably the biggest amount. Say? Yeah, probably the biggest amount. Yeah, right. two two thirds sticks was it? Uh, five five eighths, perhaps. Five, yeah, yeah. I thought it'd be. I know you've had a few other clubs, sticks, haven't you? What a Luggan, a Luggan, Penzance, Stockwolves. Well, Penzance was only one season. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, Agnes was well went out there because just a favourite of Kimo in a sense um, yeah. just for one season um, at the twilight of my career ended up four <laughs> years there so uh, he ended up talking you into being manager mate didn't well, he? he left didn't he him and Lester Thomas yeah, were the managers yeah so yeah Kimo went off to play for Parowell and win silverware um, and left us at St Agnes 
How, <laughs> how dare he? So, uh, yeah. yeah, but all good yeah. times. Good Look back on yeah. fond memories. And uh, how's that book coming yeah. on? It's, uh, are we, you know, yeah. no doubt it's fond memories Sorry. in your book, is it? Yeah, well, I can remember. To, I think I you know, thank God for the old scrapbooks, really, Deeks. You know, the the memory shocking these days, mate. But but um, yeah, nearly there, Deeks. Really, um, yeah. I mean, Mike. I think he said two more sessions, mate, and and I think I've got one next Friday, Deeks, and, and the one after that will probably be the last, mate. Mm-hmm. I'll miss talking to Mike. Actually, mate, he's a yeah, he's a lovely character, mate. You know, with some great. Uh, you know what? What an intelligent man! Yeah, it makes up for my lack of intelligence, really. <laughs> but um, yeah, what a, what a, you can see why he's wrote thirty odd books or whatever Mike's written. Dicks. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I give him a load of drivel, mate, and by by sort of mid afternoon, mate, he's turned it into a chapter. Unbelievable! <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, great talent to have, mate. You know what what he's got, mate. So yeah, yeah. I think I've well, I'm, I'm down to. I think I'm down to three figures now, Deeks, for words. So mm-hmm. less than a thousand words left, Deeks. So I've got to try and cram the last bit in, really, mate. You know, more my junior football years, Deeks, which is a shame because I've met some lovely people, you know, when I finished sort of Southwestern and those couple of seasons at Perrin, Perrinwell and all Deeks. You know, met some lovely people in junior football and vets and everything, Deeks. But obviously, you know, got to, I've only got so many words, Deeks, and I just sort of... So I'll probably have to miss a few people out that I didn't want to digs really. So, mm-hmm. but uh, which is a shame. But you know, obviously Mike's got his uh, deadlines. Mike, I've uh, got his deadlines, mate, and he. So yeah, you know, Mike's the boss, and he really digs, I suppose. <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> well, let, let's hope you can remember to come back on next week because um, <laughs> we've got another podcast, Rappo. Yeah, it's in my diary already, that one, Deeks. In my diary already. <laughs> right. Well, usual yeah. thing. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, and also thanks to everyone out there. Wow, it's still busy time for clubs, isn't it? Because the weather hasn't been that great over the last uh, yeah. a week or so. Let's hope it's uh, a, a turn for the better and we get all the games on this coming week. Uh, for, for me, it's goodbye and enjoy your football. Cheers, Deeks. Thanks for all you do, mate, for Cornish football. And and everyone, have a really good weekend. I hope, hope the weather's kind and we all get to see some Cornish football and a few goals, Deeks, hopefully, mate, wherever we go. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Cornish Soccer Podcast.